You'll know what to do. <laughs> You'll know what to do. Meet me at the ice cream truck. I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and Matt Fulcheron. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Wendell. Let's work, trying to keep up. Turn up the AC stage, eating up. Eat it up, time to devour the full charge power hour. Welcome to the full charge power hour. Because my name is Matt Fulcheron, and I've been court-ordered to do a podcast to entertain the masses, <laughs> keep kids off the street, keep kids off drugs. How's it working? I don't know. <laughs> They're learning. I have a hard time checking in to see if it's working. <laughs> I'm here with Claude Stur- Stewart. What's up, everybody? It's uh, I've just took my first uh, sip of whiskey, and I'm already slurring. Um, ten minutes after ten. And we're doing this shit. I come prepared. I uh, wanted to apologize uh, to Matt because I, I was late. I, I brought a, brought some whiskey, but would have brought it anyway. So and, uh, <laughs> it's whiskey under the liver at this point. Mm. What are you gonna do? I'm happy to have this whiskey. It's Maker's my favorite. I've been back in L.A. for essentially a week. I went to Sacramento for a little bit. Uh, maybe two weeks. I've been home. And uh, L.A. is surreal because if you're a comic, because everywhere you go, you see other comics, you know, and you see famous comics, you know, and it's kind of like it's kind of like a dream. It's Mm -hmm. just like this guy's over there. This guy's over there. This guy's over there. It's so weird. The amount of like famous fucking people you see and you're friends with half of them. That's the other weird (laughs) part. Yeah. So it's like. In my in my career, like like the young guys don't know who the hell I am. They're like, "How long have you been doing comedy? Who are you? Yeah. What's going on?" Yeah. And then, but then, like all the comics that count, like know me. <laughs> Full charge. What's yeah. up? <laughs> so if you I... had to pick, you hmm. take the latter. Well, and it's weird when that happens too, isn't it? Because you're at a club and you, you know you see these young dudes like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And yeah. Then, so, you know, then, then you're talking to dudes on TV and, "Oh, okay, I guess." <laughs> Are you like a stagehand <laughs> one of their shows? <laughs> the guy's a director. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be a director. <laughs> um, then beyond that, I had two famous people sightings that I can think of. One, I was on the uh, the Metro, and I saw, standing right across from me, was the guy... That does uh, Kenny Powers' brother in Eastbound and Down. Oh shit! That skinny guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, John something, right? Somebody. He's always yeah. Um, Big actor, dude. He, no, he's a great character actor. He was in that movie with um, Helen Hunt, where she was kind of like the sex surrogate. Uh huh. You, you know what I'm talking about? And he was like this withered guy. He had like a disease, but he was really funny. And yeah, he's in tons of movies. Mm-hmm. He's one of those that's actors that's like been working for ten years before you even notice. Who he is? Yeah, he's finally on like a he finally has like a reoccurring role on Eastbound and Down, and that's where he hits my radar. But before that, I'm sure he was like an extra in the Deer Hunter, or you know something. I'm sure he's been working for decades. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker's thinner than you, and he got <laughs> like the tight jeans to go with it. <laughs> but then I was at the Good Luck Bar, right here in Los Feliz last night, and um, I'm sitting there. And guess who rolls up but that beautiful girl from 
the Blurred Lines video. Oh. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes, of course. And even though there's three girls in that video, you no, know who I'm talking she's the, about. the headliner, if yeah, you will. Exactly. Lord and so Lord. she's just sitting right there. Just by herself? Chilling? No, she was with people. She's with dudes. Of course she was, yeah. But she's just chilling. And I'm like, oh, fuck. That's, that is her. Yeah, yeah. And then this dude standing next to me. And, and like, I had a lot of friends there, but they weren't standing next to me. But and, and I knew it was wrong, but I still had to talk to somebody. I knew it was creepy. But I go, dude, and he probably thought I was I was talking about myself. <laughs> I go, dude, do you know who you're standing next to? Yeah, yeah. Which pretty much sounds like I'm talking about myself. <laughs> I go, have you ever seen the blurred lines video? And he goes, No. He said the dumbest shit. Oh, he goes, No, I'm in the film business. I'm not in the music business. <laughs> what an idiot. What are you talking? So no music in your life? No pop culture Never in your life? Never heard a song? Never been to a party? A bar? By the way, I didn't say, have you ever heard Blurred Lines? I said, have you ever seen the Blurred Lines video? Last time I checked, that was a fucking film production. Yeah, the one that had, I don't know, 78 million hits the first week. That song, if I know about it and it's a pop song, it's fucking huge. I don't right. listen to pop music. No. <laughs> so she's with enough people. I wasn't feeling exceptionally handsome. I mean, I'm not going to step to her anyways. Right. So I'm walking past her, and she she takes a step back and bumps right into me. Oh, shit. <laughs> and that's all that happens. But <laughs> I kept walking with the biggest fucking smile on my face. <laughs> I just made physical contact with the blurred lines girl. Nice. Now I have to ask, Just, yeah, because you know I'm into closure. Oh my god, what was there? Any uh, eye contact? Any ap- apology? No follow up. Just boom. She backed into go. me, and I just kept moving, knowing the gift that I had already gotten. That's all you needed, brother. You have to be grateful for the simple things in life. <laughs> and have- somehow, that's not creepy. There's a lot of times in my life I feel creepy. Yeah. Like when I was saying, hey, do you know who you're standing next to? I felt fucking creepy. Right. When she bumped into me and I took pleasure in it, it's not creepy. It's not sexual. Man, it's just fucking amazing. You're fine. You know, if you had bumped back into her, now <laughs> all bets are off, right? If I just rolled up on her and just kind of pressed up on her and be like, excuse me, I didn't mean to touch you like that. <laughs> Might have a tea bag, your vertebrae. Now listen, that's illegal. That's true. That's what I found. Um, In this scenario, anybody's pressing charges, it's me. I'm pressing charges. How dare you touch the full charge? You're um, gonna get the full charge. <laughs> your your story has, has reminded me of two things. Quickly, yeah. if if we have time, right? We got nothing but time and nothing to talk about. So fill it up until now. All right. Uh, one, you reminded me of you know, like celebrity sightings and weird things that, that we see. Um, I was with uh, uh, Greg Warren comedian yeah you know and so we're we're hanging out and we're uh, actually at a starbucks in the valley and he looks up halfway through we're kind of writing him and bouncing jokes off each other right. he goes dude don't turn around turn, 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 please don't turn around I'm, okay fine who do you see that's fucking damone from fast times at richmond high okay i turn around it was it was you yeah. know it was him it, that's it, a big one yeah i was like and, and but even let me uh, uh elevate this a little bit for greg yeah this is like his favorite movie of all time yeah, yeah, his yeah, favorite yeah. character it's the reason he got into comedy right you know so and he was about to do stand up on bet like for the first time the next week so he's freaking out he's like i gotta say something come with me bro 
Uh, all right, yeah, let's go. Right, so we walk, we walk out. He's outside. He's on the patio section. We're indoors, right? Yeah. We go through. He's talking to a woman, and you can tell he just met her there at Starbucks. And he is Damone. He is the character, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. he's sitting there going. But he's like 55, so, right? Yeah, exactly. 60, like, yeah. you know, or at least he looks that way. Right. So, so, you know, he's talking to her. He's kind of throwing game. And he's like, uh, I've been out here for a little while. So, uh, where are you from? <laughs> right? And so, she goes, um, Arizona. He's, Arizona. Huh? Right? So, is that well, your little brother? It's <laughs> a good looking kid. <laughs> <laughs> he walks off. He's like, "Excuse me." He knew his name is uh, uh, Robert. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, man. But I, you, you're one of my favorite actors of all time. You're one of the reasons I got into comedy. He tells him the whole thing. He just goes, "Jesus Christ! You sure you got the wrong dude?" Like. <laughs> So he was humble and funny at the yeah, same yeah, time, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you could tell he was like, Hey, I'm trying to close the deal. Right. Can you back the fuck up? Right. So give him his compliment. I was like, Hey, great to meet you. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. And, and then we leave and literally, Matt, I'm not even lying. As we're, we're opening the door, haven't even crossed the threshold of the door yet. He yeah. just turns around. So Arizona. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> You're the fucking man. Just moving in. Yeah. <laughs> I've never done that in my life. I've been outgoing before in my life. Oh, but I've never been much. like the slow glacier iceberg. You can't stop me. <laughs> I'm going to move slow, but you can't stop me. <laughs> like I've never been that guy where it's like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, like, yeah. like not trying to knock it out of the park in the first sentence. No, just chipping away at yeah, the stone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just right there at Starbucks. <laughs> I always feel like I'm bothering people. I know. I know. Uh, no, speaking of now that you brought that up, and it's fine because I've been married for years now. But we, you know, we've we've toured a lot together. Yeah. Some of my friends, you know, like to to make fun of me for being like not the slow chip, but like the opposite. You know, just all right. What are we doing? Hey, come on, shot. Let's go. You know. Do you remember like when we toured together? Yes. You know, was that was that my game or what was? I was couldn't more fucking like, tell you like what your game was or what. Was I didn't happening. even think about it. You know I what just I mean? know like, we did. I mean. Two, did we do two weeks of a triple run? Yeah. Yeah. Did we really? Because we did Montana, and then we did, like, it started in Washington, went to Oregon, went to we some did, Idaho huh? one night. And, yeah, yeah. That's right. I kept thinking I, it was, like, my first – I kept thinking I only took two weeks off of work. I took a month off of work because I did two weeks at the Miami oh, Improv, shit. and then I did two weeks of you. Oh, my God. What a yin and yang to the spectrum. You know, like, well, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Improv and Claude Stewart triple run. Yeah, but I'll be honest with you. Some of those triple run gigs were better than some of those nights in Miami. I mean, oh, that, really? that was a notoriously bad club. Oh, right, right. Notoriously that's, bad. That's where you whipped out that LeBron? There was No, that was in oh, no, that was Fort, Fort Lauderdale. Lauderdale. But what sucked about this club was, first of all, the stage isn't that high. So you don't have that much of authority. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. There we go. And second of all, the um the showroom is like you're playing two showrooms. Ah. So like there's a there's a room to your right that goes way deep. Mm-hmm. And then the wall is like right like my wall, maybe like twenty feet to the stage. Okay. Maybe forty at the most. Yeah, yeah. And then another room goes straight back. So you play in two different rooms and they're both rowdy. So something's going on in this room. You could have two separate instances going on Dude. in different rooms. People don't speak English there. It sounds like two bad one-nighters combined. It is. You know, is that? Yeah, it is. So, one's in Spanish, one's in English. Yeah, exactly, man. Oh so like, <laughs> some of those triple run shows were a lot of fun. No, look, man, I, I tell people, at least, you know, when you and I were doing it, I, I tell people, like, the gigs themselves, the shows were fun. It's just traveling there, like, none of it made sense. It's like, let's drive four hours west. Some of the shows are terrible, right, too. And, you know, but, yeah. but the thing is, it's exhausting. 
<clears throat> and let's face it, we had like, I think we were young enough that it wasn't that bad, but we had hangovers like every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a night where we're like, you know what? I'm going to take drinking off tonight. There's I think that's no uh, going. There might be going back to the hotel, but there's no going back to the motel. Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> you can't do that. I couldn't. Yeah. You I, can't I do that. that. We, like, because it was like a mission. We would, every single travel day was at least six hours. Mm-hmm. We, we go there. We do really tough shows. I do a half hour cold. You do a oh, fucking yeah. hour. Right, right. And the, some, you know, half the people there didn't know they were going to see a show or whatever. Right. We're interrupting their drinking hour. These weren't the smartest people in the world. No offense. Uh, <laughs> none taken. Um, and then afterwards, we would just want to, like, party. Mm-hmm. Because we were too young to, like, to th- realize it would affect us. I know. The only, I think the only time that I wouldn't party of when it was the last night and I had an eight-hour drive to, like, make yeah. the flight or you and I had to be somewhere. But even then, we pig out or something. Yeah. I, I know. But it's I, so funny because at least <laughs> there's always at least one girl in every town is like, who would like us? I know. <laughs> we, we at least had that little mini ego bath going for us. <laughs> it was nice. <laughs> it was fucking nice, man. No, actually, it's looking good back. to be young. It, it is good to be young. God, I remember that. Uh, I think... Uh, you know what it was? Now that I look back on the whole game situation, I think I used to be like in college and stuff. I was the ultimate icebreaker. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't answer your question. No, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, because you said you, you, don't, you don't remember. No, of course you're not Damone. I don't know any comic who would be Damone because like we know you got to get them, hook them right away. Yeah. We're like sleazy car salesmen. We know we got a hook with the opening line or it's over. That's we don't it. even want it if they didn't like us right away. <laughs> Well, you know, Matt, I've always had the theory that, like, if a woman sees you do stand-up, like, sees you have a good set, yeah. for at least in her mind, from uh, 30 to 60 minutes, that's, like, the equivalent of five good dates to a woman. Could be. You know. I mean, they so. know a lot about you. They know a lot about your fake personality. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're probably impressed on some level, impressed because a lot of people can't, like, do public speaking. Yeah, it's the number one fear, supposedly. So. Um, but I don't even think you have to kill. Just be comfortable, be you, get some laughs. I think, like, I remember the one girl liked me. I pretty much bombed. Which which place? It was up in Washington, like maybe King City. It was part of a tri-city area. Oh, oh. It was our last stop on the tour. Was this uh, the, the Blonde Cougar? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, The yeah, one that yeah, called yeah. you the Dark Prince? The Dark Prince. That was awesome. She called me her Dark Prince. <laughs> My Dark Prince, she referred to me as. That, I remember uh, that. I did not get maybe two laughs in a half-hour set. And but that. she was actually thought she was too cool for her town, so she thought that was cool. She gravitated toward she you. She was like, like Ooh, oh, he's a loose guy." Well, no, but she was also like, "This guy doesn't connect with these people in my town," which makes made her like me because she didn't like the people in her town. No, see, I get that. I th- I thought it was twofold as well because I thought. She thought you were aloof because you know me. I'm like, I'm trying to sign pictures. I'm trying to sell shit basically after the shows, you know. And, and, you know, hey, what's up, guys? So uh, I'm I'm taking pictures and jumping around, and you're like, yeah, I'm good. You know, you're in the corner drinking. Right. So she thought, oh, okay. Yeah. He's got a mystique because he got aloof. Yeah. But you're right. She bonded because like, fuck this town, right? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> she used to live in San Francisco. That gig was especially difficult. There was no stage. That was the and, hotel. And like I remember, hotel yeah, we were we were staying in the hotel. That we performed at, which is always kind of weird because people can find you really easy. And um, um, also, the guy that was running the show, the guy that introduced me, mm-hmm. he st- he did this thing that a lot of like like bars do or colleges do. He just started reading my whole bio. 
Oh, God, that's the worst. And I was like, dude, 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 dude. It's show like a started. short story. The, 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 I'm like, um, I got it. I got it. Like, I yeah, grabbed yeah. the mic and like, here we go. It's, it's started. And you did that, right? You came it's out. Started. All right. Thank you very much. Hey. Yeah, yeah, I was not ready to start. Give it up either. for poetry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, uh. <laughs> we did two uh, shows in, um, and we probably told this story before, but I don't really care. Which one? Because it's so interesting to me. We did a show in Grant's Pass, maybe? Oh, yeah. Um, two Oregon spots. I don't think it was Grant's Pass. I no, think Grant's it was the Pass other one. was the night, the night We did that... a two-nighter at a hotel. Um, oh, yes. Coos Bay. Coos Bay, Oregon. Bay. Yeah, that's where the, the fat guy in the green shirt... Well, no, it was a fat guy in a yellow shirt because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He went up there, and I think he tried to do jokes for a little bit. Yes. We went up there, 10 people in the audience a night. <laughs> Fighting, just fighting. Yeah, like putting yeah. on a good show. To be quite honest, like right, right. everyone there, like actually liked the show, and um, except for the MC who sat there and heckled me. Yeah, the dude <laughs> heckled. And do you remember this? You, you, yeah, I do remember. I love you for it. You went up there and you're like, "Give it up for Pac Man, ladies and gentlemen," because he was a big, fat, round guy. I also said with it, a yellow shirt. I think I said, "Is it me or did Pac Man just eat all the ghosts?" I think that's. Pac-Man I love that shit And you loved When I was oh, like yeah. Give it up for uh, What did I say? No you go The bar you, I go he's at the bar Yeah you were like Why uh, did I say that? My man Claude Stewart's gonna be headlining later right now He's hanging out in the green room A.K.A. the bar A.K.A. six steps away from me A.K.A. the bar <laughs> Which is only funny to me and you. They don't give a fuck. They don't understand like why you would need they a green room. Care. But I'll tell you why we need a green room. It's because after we did the show, oh, and we were getting paid, these two methed out truck drivers, and I think a woman was with them too. They wouldn't leave, and so now the fuckers are paying us in front of these guys. Or no, they wanted to pay us. And that's how we got rid of them, but they wouldn't leave. They would not leave. They, they would wanted not to leave. hang out. They wanted to tell and us this bad guy street jokes. Was just like staring me down. Yeah, yeah. There was something he, that he wanted to. He, he locked eyes really, with you. He was on some good drugs because he was really picking up on the fact that I hated him, <laughs> even though I wasn't saying anything. I wasn't no, no, saying but, anything. But he felt it. It was like he palpable. Goes, he's like, this guy doesn't like us. Yeah, yeah. He said that. It's like in the bar in Star Wars. <laughs> That was Gre- yeah, Greedo Han Solo. There was that meeting. Well, right? no, it was in Star Wars. He's like, he doesn't like you. I don't like you either. He starts to fight with Luke Skywalker. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to start a fight with this young Jedi. And <laughs> we got him out of there to get paid, thank God. Mm-hmm. Which a lot of people don't understand. A lot of people at a bar gig will walk up, just walk up and hand you cash in front of everybody. The worst move. Fuck, possible. dude. I know. And then we went to another bar, and there was, there was an easy going. One of the truck drivers was easy going. He was liking his meth. No, actually, him, he was feeling his meth. I, honestly, he and the girl were cool. It's just the loose cannon. Yeah, the third yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, the real dark prince. Because <laughs> he wasn't getting laid. He's the third. Right, bill. right, right, right. We you saw know. him at the other bar, and we were like having a couple laughs with him. He was smiling from ear to ear. Yeah, he was, yeah. He's getting drunk, having fun. He's on uppers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just snorted some blue amphetamines. But the most terrifying thing it was like a movie, dude. We. We came into the motel. It was a three-story motel with, like, the railings. Mm-hmm. And they're on the second floor. And they're just leaned. The guy's got his arms. Uh, and he's leaned on the railing. And we pull into the parking lot. And he's just staring us down. Just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> he 
He's like, yeah, he's like, we know where you live. Mm-hmm. We're fucking sitting here. Yeah. We're waiting for you. No, he's like De Niro in Cape yeah, Fear. Yeah, he's yeah. smoking that's, that cigar, that's sitting that's on the I'm fucking property. Counselor. That's exactly what it was like. Like, when we show, like, by the time we went to sleep, you know, I, you expected to hear, Counselor. <laughs> is that you, Counselor? Come out, come out, wherever you are. He put his fingers in my mouth. Wait a minute. No, I'm why, kidding. Why I'm kidding. I, okay. I'm kidding. I think that was in Cape Fear. Oh, that was Juliette Lewis. In a long no. time, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really think he did that? You actually, no, you, I bought it. For a second, I bought it. Because the, the problem is- The guy that, was that the, fucked up. No, we, the reason I bought it is because after the last show, we're partying and like my memory is great until about midnight. Uh-huh. So, you know what I mean? If you said, hey man, this, you know, that last call, he stuck his thumb in my mouth. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, okay. I, right. I didn't- I wasn't there for that. Um, and the best part is, like, I had that actress girlfriend. We were, like, way broken up. Oh, but she yes. was, like, texting me the whole time. Oh, she still Which, was. at my point, I was thinking, like, ah, she didn't like me. But looking back, it's like, holy shit, that girl loved me. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> if she only knew what kind of shit tour I was on. <laughs> but I had good karma. I had good karma from, like, how evil she was. Like, everywhere I went. Those four weeks, like I, there was like so many girls, like I was at least oh, hanging dude. with afterwards. No, you, uh, so you much had fun. Your, your options available. So much fun. Yeah. Remember that one girl wanted to follow me in the next city? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. But all she had was your number. Oh, she's, she's blowing right. up your phone. And I'm like, nah, forget her. Who cares? I'm like, what? The- That's right. Yeah. And the other, oh, Grant's Pass, I met that one girl and her cousin. Mm-hmm. And they both, they both were hot. Uh, yeah. I think her cousin was actually hotter, but they, uh, but she came to the next town. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, and, and we hung out. And, uh, That's too funny. That's, uh, you know, it's too we don't want to brag, but you, <laughs> we can't ro- walk the streets of Northern Oregon without. No, uh, listen, we're hot shit over there. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. And actually, uh, you ragging on the dude uh, on stage reminded me. I think my other and we were. I, I said this on another a previous full charge podcast, but it, it needs. Who to be cares? Said. No one's going to go back and listen to those. <laughs> it was great. All right, our, our boy Steve Hurst, who uh, yeah, right uh, from Dallas. Right? He's an Austin Powers impersonator. Austin Powers impersonator. I don't know, but I don't know if you know this. He uh, was uh, arrested for manslaughter. Later on, you know about this? No, because but he was always talking about going into bad neighborhoods to buy cocaine. Yeah. Um, now, what happened? I don't know what your thoughts are on this. Here's basically what happened: gets in a fight with a dude, hits the dude. The guy falls, hit, hits his head on the bar. Boom, goes into a coma, dies. Ugh. Now, I know that's got awful. Uh, my question: This is actually a good question for you, honestly. Who's at fault? What if for, someone starts a fight with him? Is it is it Steve's fault for hitting it? For it, did Steve kill the guy? In your eyes, I you know just based on what you told me. If the guy, other guy started it, I don't think he's responsible for anything. The other guy started, it. yeah, yeah. So that's that, that's it's kind of like you're you're walking under your own volcano, you know. I mean, you can make the argument. I'm sure the the attorney did the or defendant was like, look, um, had this guy not shown up to the bar, had he not hit him, my client would still be alive. Yeah. However, your client also. Sort yeah. of the altercation, right? So yeah. Anyway, so is he in jail now? No, no, he, he's gone. He he's out of jail now. But I think I think the probation may be over. But he was on probation for a long time. Like he could not leave the state. This shit time. scares the hell out of me. I just saw this uh, show on HBO called The Night of. Yeah, what was that? I saw the promo of that. It's about oh, a kid that's accused of um, first degree murder. Mm. But the thing is, I don't know how it works everywhere. I don't know if this TV is like spot on. But while he was waiting for his trial, he was just chilling at Rikers, and he had to survive at Rikers Island. Oh, geez. So he's doing that's, all this that's crazy. That's the punishment. Yeah, you're already facing, like, 
incredible punishment. Right, right. Yeah. You know? God. And he had to fit um, in with like basically he had, he basically had to join a gang. Well, see, that's the thing. And I, <laughs> I think you do in jail. You know, well, you, got, like, you can't just stand on your own. Well, I've never been, but for the, for the listeners who cannot see me, which are pretty much all of you, is that uh, I am um, 5'11 and 132 pounds, which yeah. is like supermodel stats, like right. even female <laughs> supermodel stats. Yeah. So I would uh, – I'd probably have to join a gang. If not, I'd have to either punch the biggest dude in the face right off the bat. Right. Get my ass kicked, but at least there's respect. And, and you we're know? guessing that'll work. That's kind of like <laughs> what open. we've heard or... from our suburban friends. <laughs> Or just act completely nuts all the time. Somebody asks me questions, I break dance and, yeah. and start talking about a chicken. You know, I, I don't yeah. know what I think, else to do. I think you're getting a good ass whooping. Either way. Or a sexual assault, either way. I know, I know. Uh, That's just what I'm guessing. The best way is to stay out of jail. Anyway, um, I, my point would, is, is this. I'm hoping to. Well, here's, I, okay, I don't know That's if you I don't do anything it. illegal. <laughs> you know, I've never been seduced. To. I've never been seduced by anything outside of the law. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Um, drinking and driving, nothing. Um, that being said, I apologize for, to my wife who wants to watch the eclipse in the morning, and uh, the car's not going to make it home. Huh. So, uh, the eclipse is in the morning? Yeah. You yeah. can't watch it, though. 9 a.m. Right? to 10 22. Oh, no, you can watch it. But, I mean, it's better with the glasses, you know. What glasses? Ah, uh, these fucking eclipse glasses that my wife has. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Heather, I love you, baby. So, here's the point. I, I don't know if you remember this. I thought it, it's one of my favorite full charge lines on stage. You and I did the Shreveport Funny Bone. Uh-huh. And do you remember, we were slated to do seven shows, like four nights, right? Wednesday to Saturday. Yeah, we were there five nights. Or was it six? Maybe it was six shows. It was or no. Whatever. We yeah, were, Wednesday we were to there, Sunday. We were there way too long because... They were they weren't equipped to do shows. They were still building the place or getting the place together. New building. Still got paid the same money, but apparently but the now first we're just killing time in Shreveport. The first two nights, didn't they say, "Hey, we're going to do some dry runs." Yeah, no shows for the wait no, staff. Uh, yeah, for the staff. So I don't know if you remember your, your reaction when the manager said that. Go, yeah. We're going to do some dry. You go, <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> Which was awesome. You did not hesitate. You didn't try to like camouflage any. You just laughed in her face as hard as you possibly could. Right. But and she no. was like 10 years younger than us. I know. But the and laugh. she was like, she goes, you're getting paid. Yeah, you're still getting paid. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But your laugh was, it was like Tom Hanks and the money pit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I'm laughing. Um, so we had, we get up there and Steve Hurst, our friend who we were talking about, again, we're not supposed to do a whole set. We get up there, Mike chat. We're basically doing, you know, dress rehearsal, right? Yeah, but he's going up first. He's supposed to do some time. <laughs> we're all trying to do, we're all trying, we're all dreading this show. <laughs> everybody do their thing. Everybody do their thing, man. He literally goes, okay, everyone, he's British. He's like, okay, everyone, uh, uh, you're all set. Great. Oh, okay, we here to laugh. Great. All right. Here's Matt Fultron, right? So you run out there. Hey, everybody, give it up for that thoroughly detailed, intricate intro. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve. Check out Matt. <laughs> Hi, I'm Steve. Check out Matt. <laughs> That's all he said. That was a disaster. Oh, my God. But, but and it, 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 That was funny, but it wasn't fun. No, that was... Uh, <laughs> you're right. You're absolutely How much, right. I think I did about 10 minutes. How much time did you do? You did 10. I think I did 20. Yeah. Maybe they wanted 20, 30. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I just... My whole thing was I wanted to make sure I did the sound cue at the end or whatever to make sure it worked. Sure, sure, sure. And then did crowd work. Just made fun of whoever. I thought about you because you... you you like see a different version of me than I see of myself. 
with things like that. Like I don't remember laughing in that girl's face. Oh, got which it, is got incredibly it. condescending. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. No, me too. Inappropriate, disrespectful, yeah, yeah, absolutely disrespectful, but hilarious. So this dude's walking down the street nearby, a couple blocks down the street from where we are right now. Okay, and he's like on the phone, and he's yeah. like, "Which way?" He just goes, "Which way's the train?" As he's on the phone, staring at He's you. on the phone, but he's talking to me. Which hey. way is the train? I go, you talking to me? He goes, yeah. I go, you go up here, you take a right, you take a left in Vermont, and there's the red line train. And he just like looked at me and like kept walking, and I go, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, that needed to be said. Just so you know, that needed to be said. I, Do you think it does? I don't like to start shit with people. But that was just so fucking rude of him. Come on, man. I had to be like, you're welcome, right, which is technically right. polite. I, I know. I do that. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was, you know this. I was raised a southern gentleman. Yeah. Right? Aside from opening the doors, pulling out chairs for women, I mean, just people, just be respectful. Thank you. You're welcome. And if yeah. they, I, will, I have no problem saying that. I'll be like, you're welcome. At least yeah. give me an okay. Yeah. At least acknowledge, acknowledge what it. I said. That's it. I just go, you're welcome. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? Because like, uh, when I'm younger, I wouldn't think about that. When I was right, watching right. Curb Your Enthusiasm a lot, <laughs> about 15 years ago, yeah. it's like it's all about winning the social social situation. That's all I care about. Now yeah. I just like let it go well, and like die a year earlier from being <laughs> tense. Now, like, like nowadays, everywhere I go, I've gotten in two Uber pools recently where someone else in the car is watching a video on their on their phone without what the headphones fuck, on. dude? Two days in a row this happened You mean to me. another passenger? Another passenger. And I'm Do losing my mind. Because I, 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 I don't say anything because like I'm stuck in the car. Unless I'm willing... I'm not willing to go... I'm not willing to go hard on the person. I'm not willing to fight. So I just keep my mouth shut because I know I can't deal with... What if you said this? This is just a, a, an option. Yeah. Instead of coming in hard, just go, Oh, hi, excuse me. Um, Do you have headphones? And if they say no, that's a shame. Right, right, right. No, that's, that way, you, you know what I mean? Get, you can get away. It's, you can you're get away get, with you're getting your point across, but it's you're not being an asshole. There's also, I don't know what you think about this. There's also just being a middle-aged white male. I'm also scared of being uptight and out of touch. Then you're the asshole, right? I'm scared of being guy, guy corn, guy like corn white good or whatever. Like I'm scared of being like a white guy. Well, I get it. Like I, I do guy. get that. But hey, man, if somebody's going to be an asshole and, and crank up music in a personal space where you're not supposed to do that and make it their own house, no. You, no, you have the right. You absolutely it have the right. drives me insane. Yeah. Whatever spectrum I'm on, on the autism <laughs> scale, it drives me nuts. <laughs> like I was uh, on stage recently and there's this one woman just like fanning herself with a white piece of paper. As you're on stage. And that's all I can fucking think about. Really? It's just this, that like, bothered you. Yeah, I got that's out funny. of it. I got out of it because I knew I wasn't going to say anything. So I like really stopped. I just stopped looking at it. So she's hot and, and fanning herself. But yeah. to you, you're like, why all are you I doing it? No, no, no. Distracting. It's not why you're doing it. It's just like all I can see. Oh, got it's it. It's just got like it. my, my eyeballs can't, my focus can't help but go. And then you feel to like that. Tony Shalhoub from Monk. Yeah. And right? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what am I going to do? Like get on this girl's case. The most I do is go, this com- I, I do it a lot, actually. I go, this comedy too hot for you? Uh, <laughs> by the way, I quoted... Uh, you, Speaking I mean, of being a corny white guy. <laughs> you know everybody I, I work with. I said to... Uh, uh, actually, uh, Flip Schultz and Ben Mars, and they were dying out laughing the other day because I don't know how it came up. We are talking about something, and uh, 
I remember, I don't know if you remember this, you texted me, you're like, about to break the fourth commandment. What does that mean? <laughs> Thou shall not kill. What? <laughs> That's just funny, man. It's hilarious. That dumb shit. <laughs> I know. You probably don't still do it anymore, but uh, y'all seen that I do movie? it sometimes. Oh, you still good. What? what, what? The, y'all seen uh, Hustle and Flow? Not me. Too, too busy, busy living, living it. it. No, me and my friend Randy always make the too busy living it joke. I love that. Always make that joke. <laughs> Um, whenever it's like, someone's like, have you seen this movie? Oh yeah. Nice. Right. You know, and I don't know what's up. It was Big Daddy was the first time we ever did it. You seen oh, the movie wow. Big Daddy? Oh yeah. Ain't got time. Too busy living it. <laughs> love that. I love those fucking jokes. <laughs> Me too. I love, what, um, here's one that like I keep meaning to bring back is, uh, this is my favorite of those jokes. Okay. It's the extensive version of those jokes. Right, right. Cause it sounds like a real joke. And you love this joke. Okay. Where I go, uh, yeah, I went down to the hardware store today, and I got myself a hammer, and I got myself a chisel. And right now, I'm going to break off a piece of this next joke. <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do about it? Nothing. He's just going to sit there and take it like a good audience would. <laughs> no, my That's favorite, my all-time favorite of one of those. I don't know if you remember this. And I, I actually think it was you auditioning for – it was like a big uh, you know, showcase. It was like yeah, a lot yeah, of people yeah. there. Industry were there and everything, right? And, you know, eight comics went up. And, and you actually had the set of the night. And I It was the Tonight uh, Show. And you helped me with that because I go, I go, what are we doing? I go, I'm overthinking this. I go, I do this. Let me like really do this. Yeah. Yeah, we let me do that. X, Y, and Z because I already do X and Y. Let's just go full throttle. Boom. Yeah, yeah. and who cares if they don't like it? And it fucking cares, it know? went off that night, dude. You it had worked. the set of the night. Yeah. I remember that. Now you probably looking back, the you had the advantage of going on a little later. You know, it wasn't like I remember the first guy ate a bucket of shit. You know, first of all, people but, going up you know. in Los Angeles, it's tough. I mean, people are tense. People Woo. are tense because they're trying to do their TV material, so they don't feel like they can stray from. And stand up really this calls is the script. It must be the script. Yeah, stand up calls for getting off the script because people never want to do the script until you convince them the script is good. But dude, you're right. And how many auditions have we seen where someone actually they went off the script, they didn't give a fuck, they went with their instincts, and that's a big and thing. Then, and right? then and then the booker just goes, "Hey, let's talk about what material you want to do on the show." I get it. You're comfortable. You're funny. Boom. You're right. Let's and just so, write down what you want to do, and we'll go from there. Like it's not about <laughs> well, it's not about exactly what you do. You, you're not. You're showcasing, but you're not. You're not auditioning the material in a sense. You're almost proving you're funny. Yeah, right. right? I mean, right, that's what right, I mean. Right. Stuff that you've done on TV and I've done on TV. That that's really what it has been. And it, I don't know about you. It took me a while to realize that. Okay, yeah, just do that. But when you did that that night, there was an old dude on the front row, and yeah. he wouldn't laugh at anybody. And you go, <laughs> when you did that, you go, "I'm about to chip off this next joke." You go, you looked right at him. What the fuck you gonna do about it? Right. And everybody left. You go. You go. Nothing. Nothing. And then you go. Not a goddamn thing. You go. Sit there. Be old and take it. Do you be remember old, saying that? No, you guys, no. You said that. That's ridiculous. Be old and take it. You gonna be old and take it? A poor fucking guy. No, because but at that point, yeah. he was so, like so. I already not, had everybody else you. though. I already had everybody That's else. Why. I didn't need him. Because you were the, th- I think you were the third person that acknowledged him. The other two were like, "Oh, okay, this guy doesn't really." Right. I'm a whooper snapper, and this you were like, Some "Fuck you!" Ass it's not was gonna work. Just sitting up front, hating all the comedy. I almost look wondered. at this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> that over the top shit. Look at this oh. motherfucker right here. Oh wait a minute! What? You did that. Not only did you do that, but you turned to me. You go, "Hey, Claude, you believe this fucking guy?" <laughs> <laughs> I did not. 
Are you serious? I think you at did. At that showcase? I think, you might not have said my name, but you definitely turned to me and go, you believe this fucking guy? <laughs> the nerve. <laughs> the nerve to not think I'm funny. That was awesome. It's oh so funny. God. I've grown up so much. Now I'm like, maybe they like it, maybe they don't. I don't know. Really do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Let me throw this at you real quick. So we talked about people being rude, you know, yeah. the phones and stuff. What's your feeling on this? I, I hate um, it. Okay, should I have done this or not? Because this is what I do. When I when somebody is next to me, I do the elliptical at the gym. That's pretty much my, the cardio, right? So I'm on there doing elliptical. The, if someone is next to me and they're screaming on their phone or they've got the stereo jacked up, no headsets, heads, just, you know, y'all ready for this? <laughs> like yeah, right yeah, next yeah, to me, yeah. I go, excuse me, do you have a headset? <laughs> when they say no, I go, now, you do understand we're in a public place. You do it. I, I'll you say do that. It. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say I'm, it. I'm nice. I'll say it smiling. I'm I, not going to, you know. I love that you do that. <laughs> I love that you do that. Now, I can't do that because people can tell that I'm, I'm, I'm about to snap. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to give you two great pieces of advice here. If you decide to do this, number one, smile and just be nice when you first address excuse me are you uh you know yeah, i, I yeah, don't mean yeah. to interrupt you let me just say this yeah do you have an answer you don't okay let me tell you why you should i'm not saying that's what you should say but just ask why you should and they go okay well um it's really loud i you know it's kind of in my um, you don't have to say like my auditory membrane is going to be severed but like it's yeah. incredibly loud it's annoying like everybody can hear it just so you know like the guy five elliptical machines away looked over right so it would be great if you turned it down. Yeah. You know? And then if they don't, guess what? Uh, I'm going to say something to the person at the desk, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. I'm going to – or I'll call them on my phone. I've done that before, too. Right, right, right. Hey, what's up? A little seven? Guess what? The bitch on six doesn't have a clue. So, <laughs> so, no, that's good. Know, I, mean, I mean, that's healthy. You get it out of your system. Not you enough people do you that. You don't look like an asshole. Obviously, not enough people do that. Funny part is a lot of people don't think – a lot of people – or on your side of it too, so the same people will be like, "I hate when people talk on the phone in public." Right. Oh, I'm sorry, I got to right. take this. I swear to God, like they break uh, the rules too. I know they hate when other people do it. They don't follow the golden rule. It's a self-serving argument. I have a friend who I fucking love dearly. I think he's funny as shit. I love him with all my heart. I look up to him. But he'll do the thing where we'll be talking about something like a video, and he'll. Find the video on YouTube and then just stick it in my face and play it uh, in public. And now I'm part of the problem. <laughs> so you're a accomplice. You I'm are an accomplice. an accomplice. I'm an accomplice. You are Alan Arkin from Glengarry Glen Ross. Yes, at this absolutely. Moment. Wow. Um, and then the same person will turn to me and go, you believe this fucking person is using a speakerphone? <laughs> two, two boots down? So he has, some, he has some concept of it. Wow. But do I know this person? Yeah. Okay. It's your wife, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, she quotes you, and it's not even a joke like, uh -huh. that you do, but it's just something that you've said to me before. When the answer is no to her, you know, and I'll be like, all right, how about this? How about I take out the trash in the morning, not tonight? Uh -huh. She'll go, nah, man, nah. Like, <laughs> nah. Nah. Because I think you left me a, a, voice, uh, a voice memo. You go, what's up, man? About to do a college. Six people here and a chaperone. No, man. No. <laughs> it's terrifying out there. I know. Sometimes you just like call in a panic. I don't know. I don't panic that much anymore. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't care if it goes well anymore. Like I know. I know it's not going to be a disaster anymore. 
Like even if I'm well, not getting any laughs. You're trusting the situation, you know? Like, um, okay, I'm going to throw an analogy, a, a, a very quick analogy. Uh, you know I'm a tennis nut, right? Um, so Andre Agassi, he had the best return of all time. He, he had like a 2010 vision, so he saw the ball before anybody else, right? And they asked him, they go, what do you do when you play a big server? Like a guy like Pete Sampras is like clocking over 130 miles an hour. He's like, honestly, I just want to get my racket on the ball and hit it as hard as I can. Yeah. And I don't even care if it goes in. They're like, right. what? don't you want to win the point? Why, why don't you care if it goes in? He's like, because I'm sending a message. I'm yeah. saying... You want to win? You're going to have to hit a lot harder than that. Right, right, So right. that's the attitude that I am I want to impart to you. And again, not being a dick, just setting the tone. Like, yeah. you know. But the other reason I brought that up is because I think that's what you've reached now. You're like, I'm older now. I don't give a shit. Whatever. I've done, I've done right. a million of them. I've done a million of them, and I don't care if I do another one. <laughs> that's like, it. I've had the experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't rattle me too hard. I hate to say that because the next thing you know. You get rattled. Right. But like, okay. it's just like, all right. It happens. This it is, happens. This is rough. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I, know. I also didn't always used to have the time either. And that's like nerve wracking. Oh, trying yeah. to, um, that's a good point. Trying to make sure bits last a certain amount of time before you get to the B sides and well, the C sides. College, Cause it's not like college is a rough. Is sober, uptight. We don't know what to expect laughter. And yeah. so that's a little, you know, and a lot of, I don't know about you, but a lot of college I've done, they don't really want crowd work, you know? I mean, you can do it, but it's got to be in a very yeah. strategic format, so. Yeah. Colleges are rough. And and I could, I don't think I could ever do one nowadays. I should, this, yeah. is, this podcast is supposed to promote, but yeah. like the things I talk about nowadays. Listen, any college would be lucky to have the full <laughs> charge, all right? And Claude Stewart. Um... <laughs> I know. It's it, it's funny. But now here's a question for you. You know, like I would say, do I even say the last 10 years? Definitely the last five years. Colleges, every college student for the most part has been trained to be, we've got to be so politically correct. Let's not offend anyone. Let's not even talk about race or sex yeah. or whatever. Um, is it is the pendulum swinging back? Not yet. Or is Okay. Not yet. I, I just not wonder. Um, this like PC culture right now, this is very like I'm offended culture. Can we? It's so touchy, dude. I know. Especially after like those white nationalist guys. Oh, mother of God! Up. I know. I don't know what they're pissed about. I don't know either. They're so What's young. That? Like, what are you pissed about? Yeah. What are you? Well, is it okay? You got an absent father. Fine. A lot of people do. You know. Um, I think they're brain. I think they're brainwashed by older people. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. No, they literally. If you go. Uh, I don't know how I know this. I oh oh yeah yeah. I, I think I saw an expose on this, but it was like the KKK. They target young white men who uh, broken family, yeah. have no father figures. You know, oh this guy, oh wow, this guy's taking me out to lunch, taking me to meetings. Yeah, he's making some sense. You know, it's like and getting then, molested. <laughs> no, it is. It's fucking brain molesting. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, here's Lord. why your life sucks because <laughs> that guy's Puerto Rican. Oh, ah! is it now? I get that it. That explains it. <laughs> Has nothing to do with my upbringing or any relative, but uh, am I going to get another Pop-Tart? Great. Uh, now, let me uh, get your thoughts on this, man. Um, so, you know, you were talking about like social justice warriors. Yeah. Right? And people get mad. I, I, I kind of like it, but whatever. Well, it's entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you noticed this? I, uh, 
I've just seen a lot of uh, white males ha- have been wanting to really. I'm going to defend women. I'm going to hey, yeah, yeah you're yeah, right. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Yeah, but yeah. It, that's fine if they are, are wronged. But if yeah. you know nothing about the situation and you're barking off, to me, honestly, it comes across as a young white guy trying to get laid. Well, yeah. Is that do, do you understand? That's what it comes across to me. I, I don't know if anybody else sees that, but it it seems like. It's very odd to me when when a dude comes out of the shadows and is like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, fuck that guy. I don't know him. I don't know you, but you're right. Uh, where as opposed to like ten women. I'll uh, give you the best example. Defending. The best example I've seen of this. Okay. As I saw a guy, you know, I hate to say this, but I do follow some porn stars on uh, Twitter. No crime. And they uh, they retweeted what one guy wrote, which was obviously he was pandering to the porn stars. Mm-hmm. And he did get the retweet, but he did not get to hook up with any of the porn stars. <laughs> but anyway, he wrote, guys on the internet, this is how you treat a porn star. Don't show, send her a picture of your dick. Don't do this. Like, it was all legitimate shit. But it's all shit that he but did. All, probably. Probably he tried. <laughs> but it was all stuff just to go, see, girls? I'm on your side. <laughs> I'm defending you. Exactly. Now, they weren't on... There's no, like, big moment or big call for this. No, He just no. took it upon himself to, like, pander to them so he could, like, fit in in their world. That's what I'm saying. And they actually said, yeah, this is great. They genuinely loved it. And you're still not getting late. <laughs> so what have you accomplished? Nothing. An agreement? Okay, right. fine. She nodded her head. And now great. you're just on the internet defending porn stars. who And real girls are going to look at that and go... I don't like this guy. He's way too into the porn culture. Right. And the porn stars are going to, I think they're going to see go, through that's it. That's cute. I don't know if they see through it, but they go, that's cute. Don't come anywhere near me, though. So you got the response you didn't really want. Yeah. It's, you're just wasting your time and you're making a fool of yourself. Absolutely, man. Man, I don't want to be a bad influence, but. Uh, yeah, I could use some more. All some right. more booze. Should we pause it or should we. Uh, I'll pause it. Okay. Oh, man, if you could only hear the funny stuff we were talking about that we cannot repeat. Um, Loving. The question is, should we call Wendell? Well, you because know what I'm going to say. I'm going to say you goddamn right. It's ser- I'm gonna t- Let me tell you the details. Oh. It's serious harassment at this point because I already tried to call him at about 915, mm-hmm. and he's in Virginia at his parents' house. Oh, okay. All right. So what do we got? Now it's 2 a.m. his time? Yeah. It's 2 a.m. in Virginia, in West Virginia. Let's rock it. Is this his they don't have clocks there, though. Is this his parents' landline? No way. Okay, I was going to say. I ain't doing no fucking ninth grader shit. <laughs> you call people's houses. <laughs> All right. What's something I could leave on his, as a voicemail? To it sucks. I, we should have called him on my burner line. Is, is there an inside joke you have with him that I could fuck with him about? We have 18 billion inside I jokes. Zarek Wendell. I can't answer my phone right now. Please leave me a message and I'll call you back as soon as possible. At the tone, please record your voice message. When you are finished recording, you may hang up or press pound for more options. Good morning! How we doing? Come on! Pew, 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 the most annoying possible greeting in the morning. My voice kept cracking on that. I know. Pew, pew, pew. What did you? <laughs> that's the that's the air horn thing. No, no, I, I got it. But you kind of 
You had a little Peter Brady. Twice. That was some Peter Brady shit right yeah, there. Well, it made me grow up. It made me mature. I matured right in the middle of that <laughs> mature joke. Hey, here's an air cheers to you, huh? Cheers. We hope you Woo. guys are drinking this Monday morning. Uh, uh, yeah. Sneak off on your lunch break and uh, and get your buzz on. You ever yeah. tried that? You ever tried to have like one, two beers at lunch and go back to work? I'll be honest, brother. I, I'm not, unless I'm on vacation, I'm not like a, you know, a noon drinker. Yeah. Um, but have you done that before? I've done it once, maybe twice, and I found it very difficult to go back to the office, Mad Men style. I've seen And that. I didn't overdo it. I did not overdo it. No, I you had, had like, like one or two. I swear right? to God, I had one Budweiser and went back. Because me and my friend, oh, really? one? me and my friend Kevin, maybe two. I think, <laughs> I, was, I think I was a little scared. Like, right. Oh my God! Am I going to be too drunk? The concept, yeah, 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 right, yeah, yeah freaked yeah. you out. Sure. We went to Shakey's, uh, fucking, uh, what do you call that? Shakey's Pizza. Yeah, Shakey's Pizza. But they have a, uh, bu- they have a buffet lunchtime special. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, isn't the CEO <laughs> of that Michael J. Fox? Hello. Hey now. Uh, what happened? Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> we are offended. Yeah. Go ahead. Email me. Yeah. Don't email Matt. It's yeah. fine. Uh, Claude Stewart. Anyway. But yeah. th- that did mess with you before, just having one. Yeah, I was like, this, this, I can't do this. But meanwhile, if I did it every day that week, I'd be fine by Friday. Now, here, here's the weird thing. The, the staff I work with, like, uh, you know, some people do their thing, you do whatever. But I, I, I've seen that before. We're like, okay, yeah, we'll have a couple, come back, and then um, I can say it's just fine because whoever I'm talking about is not there anymore. Yeah. But they, yeah, they would, hey, man, a couple of beers, cool. And then they come back and they'd be like, um, let's uh, let's smoke up. We good? Yeah. No. And then, yeah, and then that that kind of led to Dude, hello. The, the pot smokers, they think they can smoke all the time. I know because they do smoke all the time, and they've gotten through major life events high. But but going when to a you're funeral there, is not going to work. I know. And yeah. when you're there, you're kind of going, dude. You're not pulling this off as good as you think you are. <laughs> right. I do know a lot of guys that can do stand up high, and yeah. that says a lot for them. Right, like right. that says a lot about them, mm-hmm. because I can't even order a pizza high. <laughs> I can't. I, I get way too paranoid. I'm like, am I speaking properly, dude? I can't drink. I'd before. like to order a pizza. <laughs> I Do I sound strange to you? <laughs> you uh, you sound like Will Ferrell when he got sh- shot in the do- in the neck with <laughs> yeah. the dart from old You're school. Crazy man. <laughs> You're fucking crazy. <laughs> Which, by the way. Matt, every time I watch that movie, I die out laughing at the Dan band at the wedding scene in the beginning. Fucking never now and then I fall apart. Yeah, and they're like, did he just? Oh, my God. Because the first time he said it, they question it. And then he goes, I fucking need you now tonight. And then, fucking, like, there's no reason to swear in that song. No, no way. And he repeatedly, it's it's hysterical every time. I like when Luke Wilson's like, so would you get a local band? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a local alt-rock band to come play this fucking $3 million (laughs) speaker (laughs) show. Just sit back. Make sure you got a good seat. Vince There's Vaughn. a deleted scene from uh, old school. Which Look one? it up on YouTube. Uh, Vince Vaughn's store. He's he's talking to an old lady in his store. You know he has like a Circuit City oh, yeah, yeah. or like a Best Buy with his yellow shirt. And yeah. he's like he's like showing her some stuff, and she's not that interested. He's just like, I think a lot of this is out of your realm, ma'am. I don't think you can really keep up with what's going on here. So let's get you validated, and let's get you out of here. And she starts <laughs> talking to him. He goes, Let's get your parking validated, and let's get you out of here. <laughs> I forget if I've told you. I know I've told you off stage, but like, have we on the podcast? What, Tell my audience um, about this. What, the first time I met him, yeah, at, du- at Dublin's. Yeah, Dublin's back in the day, man. So I. Um, so for those who don't know, Dublin's was bigger than any comedy club, 
Dude. It was a Tuesday night show, I think. Yeah. On Tuesday Sunset night. Strip between the Laugh Factory and the Comedy Store, and that shit would go off. It Just to tell you how pop. Tell you how huge this was. Um uh, Dane Cook was always there. Just this is Dane Cook's moment. Yeah, he this was is when he became big. It made him huge, actually. This it and made so his the guy that booked it uh, was um, our boy Jay. Jay Davis. And so I went down there just to like hobnob and say, "Hey Jay, when can I do a spot?" And I get out there. I'm in the parking lot, and there's lots of people. The show's over. Dane's there. Jay's there, and I go, "Hey Jay, man, can I do a spot?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get out the calendar." Like. It was pre-electronic calendar. <laughs> it gets out a little notebook. And then all of a sudden, this woman just fucking blows up my spot, gets in front of me and goes up to Jay and goes, oh, hey, uh, Jay, Brittany would like to take a picture with you and Dane. And I look over <laughs> and Brittany Spears steps up and gets her picture taken with the two of them. And then like everyone rushes Brittany and I don't get the spot. And I that was the like height of her popularity, yeah, yeah, too, right? Yeah, late like, 90s. Holy shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like something out of Entourage, you know? <laughs> well, I remember you told me you had never seen Dane Cook before, and you went there and watched yeah. him in Dublin, and you go, this is the average <laughs> motherfucker? What? He's like fucking people's faces and stuff. Oh, yeah, he's doing his A-list stuff and like humping the front row and, Swinging you know. from the rafters and shit. <laughs> it was insane. No, that that was that. If you were a comic on that stage at that show, at like yeah. their headliner show, you were a rock star. You know, uh, yeah, it was and, huge, and uh, it, it was, was all awesome. like it was all like club kids. It wasn't yeah. like comedy fans. It was like Hollywood sluts and fucking club Thank kids. God. No, but it became the thing to do. That yeah. was the Tuesday yeah, yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And can we be honest about this? Because this was like comedy store was dead. Um, comedy store was dead around that time. Right, right. You're not getting that many people even in the main room on Saturday at that time. No, you're, you're right. It was it was packed to the guild. And it was like I would say what, ninety nine to oh four, maybe ninety nine, two thousand four at that moment. Definitely ninety nine and two thousand. I really don't know after that. Yeah, the early part. Um, Those two years were like the years for that. For yeah, that room. Yeah. And because these these kids it became the thing to do and they weren't even Oh, but it was before texting. Yeah. Would, right? Because I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. the first time I heard about a text was like Pagers be going off, but that's about it. Honestly, I don't think looking back, I didn't really start texting like like a lot till 06. 2004 for me. Uh, yeah, I think I 04. remember. I went out on a first day with this one girl. When it first started, I think, and I'm yeah. looking at my phone. I'm like, who wrote this? It's like a sentence on my phone. Yeah, why did somebody say, "Hey, okay, hey back"? How do I know you? <laughs> like, Are you paying? What, what is this shit? <laughs> and it was like it's it went zero to texting all, I went from not knowing what texts were to having to text with this girl all day long dude that shit went from Mach 1 to Mach yeah, 5 yeah, yeah, and yeah. a heartbeat it goes like, it goes oh sorry I didn't forget so Vince Vaughn used to hang out there a lot and when he did his Wild West comedy tour for those tour, that don't know Vince Vaughn is a huge stand up comedy fan loved it man and that's how we met you know that's how we did the show he met all the comics there and he, he knew Jay so the first time I met him I actually I was showcasing for the Late Late Show right Yeah. and it was one of those things where if I'd gone on early, it would have been awesome. Then it got a little more unruly, a little more unruly. Like a frat party came in, bachelorette party came in. That's Everybody what we're leaving like, out. Shit. Like just because it was a hot spot doesn't mean everyone was listening. <laughs> right? Like right. it could be ridiculous. It was a huge room. And if you didn't get the audience's attention, it was a disaster. You got to do it. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, I yeah. got, I did get yeah. their attention, but it was just like I was there to do my set. And looking back, had a, like you and I talked about before, if I'd gone off the room, if I'd made fun of people, that was the thing to do. But, but finally, you know, whatever. I got them, but I just, I was annoyed with the set with my own set. Right, and right. So right. I get off stage, I'm, eh, I'm Again, you to cared because you were, 
You wanted the, the set counted. Yeah, There's yeah. Nothing worse than a set counting. I know. And I saw Vince, and he was on like he was on the front row, but he was three row, uh, three booths back, and he was there, and he was looking at me. He was looking very intently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And later on, and I know he's a movie guy, so I know he would get this reference. I go, I just walked up to him because a couple people were talking to me, and they're like, hey, how you doing? They left, and I saw him. I just walked up. I go, Vince, I saw you when I was on stage when I was performing, and you were. I got to be honest, you were staring at me. You weren't blinking, and you looked like <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio from Full Metal Jacket right before. Yeah. Yeah, pull yeah, the yeah. trigger. He goes, good reference. He's like, no, no, no. Honestly, no, no, no. I, I, I like your energy. You're kind of crazy. You're popping. Didn't give a shit. You're all over the place. I was like, no, I appreciate it. But I, yeah, the set I did, I wouldn't. Don't worry about it. Look, man, acting's like comedy. You don't think about it. You go. You jump out of a plane. You ever jump out of a plane? I go, not. You did tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, now you're in Swingers Part Two. I am. And now he convinced me. I had he a convinced good set. you you're a giant bear. <laughs> And with the big fucking claws, you don't have to kill the rabbit. He convinced you. <laughs> that was it. And without missing a beat, three girls are kind of walking up, right? They're kind of, and he, there's a mirror, he can kind of see them, but they're yeah. behind me. And he, or no, he's sorry. leaning into the bar, right? Leaning into the, the mirror. Looking in the mirror. But they're, oh, sorry, they're kind of behind him. And he goes, look, all I'm seeing is this, man. Don't even worry about it. Don't apologize. There's no need. Hold on. Excuse me. Sir. Hey, ladies, not going to happen tonight. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Shit. Shot him down. Then walks. Then comes back to me. And goes. Uh, sorry about that. Anyway, but point is, uh, acting comedy. But I will say this. He said it like uh, he like he was angry. But then he kind of like winked at him. By last call, he's talking all three. Of course, doing shot. Talking, you know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. And that's what I love about the dude. Because if he, like, he would have just um, let them in, you could have been playing for his scraps. Yeah, I, I, I could have been. <laughs> True. <laughs> But honestly, at that moment, I wouldn't even think about care. getting late. I was just pissed about like the set, you know? Yeah, and you're also, it's also exciting to fucking hear real shop talk but dude, from the, Double V. From Double V. Yeah. V Square. And the fact that he actually goes, hey, man, he turned the negative into the positive. He's like, you actually had a good set. Stop it. Get out of your head. Yeah, you yeah, had yeah, fun. yeah. Fuck yeah. it. Do what you do. So, right. anyway, there's my uh, name yeah. dropping on the Double V. <laughs> we love Vince Vaughn on this podcast. And I told you what my we dad love nostalgia on this podcast. We big fan. We've uh, we're middle aged men. <laughs> the memories who, uh, love being in their twenties. Yeah, remember I told you this one. Uh, my my parents, who as you know, good people, but yeah, have more but judgment than fucking. They just Nuremberg. happen to be parents. <laughs> nothing worse than parents who love you. Yeah, nothing worse than uh, parents who aren't comedians that have uh, given birth to a comedian. Uh, so. What about my investment in you? You're just yes. going to do this? I'm sorry. Where's the ROI? Uh, where, <laughs> I'm getting back nothing? All right, cool. I called my parents today, and I was like, yeah, I was just out skateboarding with Randy. And my mom goes, oh. Like Howard Stern's mom. Like, oh. oh. Did you pull something? <laughs> um, like, are you going to die? <laughs> and I go, oh, I go my health insurance is all paid up. I'm like, what the hell? Why not? <laughs> Still didn't think it was that. I don't think they thought it was that funny. And then we were talking about my brother still skateboards. My brother still skateboards all the time. Wait, he's younger, right? He's two years younger. You're the same. Yeah. He's goddamn 41. Uh, Boom. You know? I think we just learned an age tonight. So, you know, he goes skateboarding all the time. And my mom's like, I think he has better health insurance than you. (laughs) (laughs) That was her statement. That was a concern. Oh, my God. (laughs) And it's like, have you looked into this? I think you've looked into this. (laughs) Holy shit! What? Well, um, sorry. I, what was I? I thought you were I was talking gonna... about your, your your parents. Oh, oh! I think I told you this. I'm not sure, but uh, I made them watch Swingers with me, right? Yeah, they actually liked the movie. Yeah. But as judgment, you know, again, they have more judgment than Nuremberg. And my my father actually said to me, he goes, ah, halfway through, the only words in this movie are money and baby. 
That's what my dad says There's to me. There's a lot like, of fucks in there, too. But I'm like, yeah, there's that. Come on, dad. You, yeah. you let some out. Right. Um, but, and then my sister loved it. My sister, in that moment where they had the outside the Dresden with the, come on, bitch, with yeah. the gun and all that stuff. But, um, and then, you know, Vince actually had to like tell, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sue. I had yeah. to tell Sue to like step down, shut the yeah. fuck up. That right. uh, my sister was like, wow, he's a really good friend. He's loyal. <laughs> he's <laughs> And then at the end, well, it's the first bromance. Mm. It's the first borderline gay. Well, like, like they, yeah. they're very like um, touchy feely and stuff. Well, and at the and they end, call each other baby. No, all like the that time. was weird. They're baby at that time. Yeah, because nobody was doing that. It's the first bromance, is what I was trying to say. No, I think you're right because looking back, there was that one scene where he's like, you know, outing Sue for you didn't. You told me you weren't going to call her. Really, you called yeah, her that right, whole thing, right, you know, right. and then. He moves away from his date, and he's all about. They got their arm around each other, and they're yeah, pulling yeah, each yeah. other up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, final scene of the movie. You remember the final scene? See, the whole time we were playing touch football, I don't remember you leaving long enough to make a phone call. See, here's ah! what happened. She's a nice girl. He's so good in that movie, dude. <laughs> I know. It was made for him. That yeah, part. He's just fucking... got the gift of gab, dude. That's it. That's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Just running that mouth. Well, I got one friend of mine who goes. He's like, and again. His uh, his wife wants to fuck Vince Vaughn, right? Sure. So, right? Why would you not? So uh, he goes, uh, uh, <laughs> he goes, I, I don't like Vince Vaughn. I mean, everyone thinks he's funny, but all he does is talk fast. I'm yeah. Like, well, he talks fast, but listen to the way he does it, man. He there's, talks there's fast and he never runs out of words. <laughs> Try talking fast. It's impossible. I he actually doesn't take a breath. felt either. very good that I just did that little quote and pulled it off. It's Dude, easy that was to killer. fuck off. That was, was money, baby. Fuck up, you know. It was money. <laughs> it was the money. You remember the final scene of Swingers? My mm-hmm. mom loved the movie until the very end. She had, great... she had an issue with. Ready? Here was her issue. She goes, "Now, honey, a woman would not leave her baby on the other side of the booth." <laughs> I'm like, "Mom, it's a movie. She's making gooey faces at her. Like that's right. the whole." You, it, I took the shot would not work if the baby is adjacent right, to the right, mother, right? right? We it's called need cheating. that. Like, we exactly. cheat the baby exactly. over here. Well, that's my problem. He's cheating. He's dishonest. All right, mom. <laughs> For those of you at home, my mother sounds like Scarlett O'Hara uh, and Mandy from Animal House. Um, right? I, I, I watched or I read the oral history of swingers. And really? they had this thing where, like, they shot that thing so ghetto. You can tell. Gorilla. Dude, did you read the budget? What the budget was? It was nothing. Two hundred fifty thousand, which you guys on was, film, were, yeah, like on film. No, but it looked good. It was like holy shit. Um, I mean, so a lot of favors were called in. There was this one thing where some guys like, yeah, I got a baby, you know, for that scene, and they shot that at the one hundred one cafe, right? Oh yeah, right yeah. on Franklin. Adam Grobman used to put a show there. Right, right, right. So the Grop. I did a show with Patton Oswalt there one time. Oh, my man. I did an art Just gallery like, with him. Yeah, All right, yeah, we'll yeah. talk. So uh, we'll talk after the show. Um, so <laughs> they had to, they, the, the guy, somebody was like, because it was all friends helping out. It was like a, you know, like a student film. Yeah, yeah. It was like and the guy, horrifying. And one guy's like, yeah, I got, a, I got a baby. You can use mine. I got a baby. And so this guy shows up with like a three-year-old. <laughs> And they're like, that's not a baby. Like, it's a fucking... <laughs> what? He was three years old? They're like, that's not a baby. We got to shoot this fucking scene. They went out <laughs> to, like, Bird's and Gelson's supermarket and were just asking people who had babies on them if they wanted to be in a movie. No right way. Right now. And that's the baby in the fucking movie. Wow. <laughs> what about the mother? Was that mother the mother? The mother was the actress that was okay, hired. Okay, okay. But they're oh, like, you, we you know need what, though? a fucking baby. You're right, because the shots of the mother were actually close-ups. 
So they probably did that and then just like, you know, right. Made the, the baby's baby a reveal and she walks out with the wow. baby. So they probably started filming just sweating bullets. Like, I don't even know how we're going to finish this scene. Holy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Matt, I'm going to tell you something very crazy right now. <laughs> okay. That baby. A full charge exclusive. <laughs> that baby is 21 years old right now. Mm-hmm. How did we get so old? How did that know. happen? He should hang out with the fucking kid in the pool on the Nirvana album cover. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Come on. Whip your dick out. Jump in the pool. They probably got boring Get that money. jobs now and everything. They're in yeah. the coolest pieces of art of all time. Wow. You know? Holy shit, dude. It would weird, it'd be weird to be the baby on the cover. Never mind. <laughs> that would be strange, right? Because you'd be associated. Oh, no. Here's something great about People it. People no, never no. stop talking about Nirvana. Here's something great about it. Ready? It's never gone out of style. When you think of that baby, you think of a tiny little baby, right? Yeah. Floating, tiny little penis. It's a big fat then guy with a receding hairline now. You become a man. Yeah. And the woman's like, oh, well, this isn't a thimble. I mean, just a thought. Right. You guys no, gotta go you're, you're going you're gonna to look good no matter what. <laughs> you lower the expectations. This is way bigger than a baby's dick. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm I the voice shave of reason. it down today. Thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Oh shit! Now I got to ask you, my friend. We're both like we're both you know two decades into this business. Oh my right? god! Yeah. I mean, oh my god! Because I'm like 22 years. You're at least 20. All right. 19 stand up. 19. Stand-up. But when I really look at it, I go, holy shit! I've been working at this my whole life. Because I met you in because I was in like bands. I made yeah. films. I did this. I did that. And it just goes back even further than stand up. Wow. Because the reason I was comfortable to get up on stage is because I was like, comfortable is a strong word, but I knew I could do it because I've been in bands. Yeah. So you're like, whatever. Like, I got the like, mic. We were funny in the bands. Well, you that know? was your thing. You were like, yeah, yeah, we were funny, funny. and then lead into it and yeah. rock it. You know? And even when I, we just played like cover songs when I was 17, yeah, still yeah. had jokes in between and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there was a yeah, sense of humor yeah. to it. By the way, just so you know, now every time, uh, yeah. My man uh, Dwayne Perkins, who yeah. I, I work with, like yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he knows. Uh, he's a big Beasties fan, like, yeah. as are we. Right. And er- now every time we see each other, we go, "I announce I like girls that bounce or with a weight that pays about a pound per ounce." <laughs> okay. If you haven't seen the Hey Ladies video, oh, the Beastie Boys video, it's, it's fucking so brilliant. funny. It's- they're dressed up, and the folklore goes that they're renting a. Um, they're out of towners. They're, they're New Yorkers, but they came here to make Paul's boutique in Los Angeles. And they rented a house in the hills, and the woman didn't bother to take her husband's clothes out of like they basically they found a chest, a chest full of like seventies clothes. Oh, that's and how they, they did used it? to put it on and go around town and party. That's awesome. And then they made a whole video called "Hey Ladies," and it's just about macking out, dude. At the you disco. guys gotta see it. It's so funny. It's, it's awesome. It parodies Dolomite. Yeah, yeah. The and classic. Saturday Night Fever. It is so fucking funny. Watch it. I the mean, Beastie Boys are so fucking funny to me. They're, they're hilarious. Yeah. They're, they're, and you know what? Anybody who really knows rap, like really knows it, you know, from its inception, yeah. will say that they're they're fucking dope. Like they're they're, they're ground flo- they're got grandfathered in. But I mean, that link they're, you they're sent me. Floor. Remember the link you sent me? Well, and it was about oh, was it the B? No, it wasn't BT, but it was like Run DMC was getting honored at a hip hop award yeah, ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they, they put, went on stage, and you could tell it wasn't lack of respect. It was like, okay, cool, they're here, but we're not, this isn't the shit. But they they took the audience's move from that to holy shit. They blew everybody is, away. It was phenomenal. Because they're the real deal, Holyfield. They were there for the old school. That's it. And they know all about it. And Run DMC knew it too. Because you can see, yeah. like, right when they start, they're bobbing their heads like, okay, here we go. No, they were, it was awesome. But 
Can I tell you my favorite part in Haley's video? I'm looking up a song. Keep going. That that line where they go, uh, the old lady left. She left you in tears. Vincent Van Gogh and mail that ear, right? (laughs) What other rap band is going to do a Vincent Van Gogh reference? They even, they do like a Cezanne reference. Yes! Mike D's dad is an art dealer. Ah, (laughs) that makes some sense. Okay. But Paul's Boutique is full of like the coolest. Dude. Pop culture. J.D. Salinger. All the fucking, all the cool books and movies and everything. But Matt, when he does that reference, sorry, I have to finish yeah, it. Go ahead. But, but when he does the Vincent Van Gogh reference, do you remember this? Yeah. There's a dolly at the at the bar. It's pan in the bar, and you see yeah. Ad Rock macking on some shit. Yeah, right? and they're seeing you all see the people at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> It gets to Vincent Van Gogh, a dude that looks like him with his head, a bandage wrapped yeah, around like his head. Yeah, like he just cut his ear off. <laughs> and he's got to look at his face like, I, I should have. It uh, didn't go the way I wanted yeah. it to. <laughs> that was not well received. I didn't think that one through. I, I walked really into didn't. a bar in Hermosa Beach last night, and this is playing. This is a B-side that I forgot about. And I was like, holy shit. The Beastie Boys are fucking amazing. How good is that? This is this didn't make the album. They're like, no, nah, we're good. With distortion. It's the Futterman's room. It's a little what you want, but it's faster. Same era. Yeah, yeah. Alright, we're gonna hang in for the flute solo. <laughs> we're gonna pan the flute solo. Which they later mastered on Ill Communication. There's a lot of flute on that album. Yeah, yeah. But the kids don't know. Hip hop used to rock. Scorpio! Super Ho! Naked beats. But these guys are musicians too. People don't understand. Yeah, this this is them. This is their music. They play except for the flute, guitar, bass, drums, all of them. This is so good. Right here. Come on. Gotta hit the sack. <laughs> my day's a drummer. Yeah, he goes, he goes, rub some little oil on my neck and back. Listen, baby doll, we gotta hit the sack. <laughs> that shitty video game. Asteroid. Mad skills. Come on. In 92, boy. 92, bitches. Money, money. How good is that? Money, money. Nothing better. I was like, oh, yeah. It was like remembering an old girlfriend. Wow. I was like, oh, yeah. That perfume. That smile. She was the one. (laughs) Oh, dude. (laughs) 
Didn't you and I, when we did Shreveport, uh, didn't we actually see a VHS tape of Skills to Pay the Bills, that Beastie Boys yeah, video? Yeah, dude, we watched Put it. Put that shit in and watched everything. So before YouTube... And oh, I think yeah. YouTube might have been out by this point. The YouTube, started- but it wasn't. It wasn't the YouTube you know today. Well, YouTube was 06. This is probably what 07, 08, maybe when we did. Yeah, yeah. It was 08. That was killer. Early 08. Yeah. And so YouTube was around, but YouTube wasn't as good as it is now. And we found. And by the way, who back then? Who wants to like watch the computer? Like me and you and no Kondo one. watching the computer. <laughs> they had a copy of Reservoir Dogs, mm-hmm. and they had. Um, they had skills to pay the bills, which was all their videos. Actually, it was It two. was Paul's Boutique yes. and Check Your Head era. It was kind of a compilation. And then like some real old stuff too, like their punk rock days. Like when they were 17 years old, just yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. rocking out. Yeah. Man. Um, what do you mean you don't tip? <laughs> Mr. Pete, by the way, acting class that I studied with for five years, Stuart yeah. Rogers. Fantastic. I, when I studied with him, uh, he goes, all right, I want you doing some Steve Buscemi roles. I was like, please tell me I don't look like him. He's like, right. no, no, you have the same energy. It's frenetic, yeah, yeah. it's unpredictable, and it's weird. So he made me do Mr. Pink. And, awesome. Uh, and uh, it was pretty cool. And then- Which well, scene, when they're getting the names or when they're when uh, we, uh, ordering breakfast? We did, actually, the names he wanted to, he's like, ah, it's too easy for you. You need yeah. to be challenged. You right. Be, I was like, okay, cool. So what do we do? It's when they got back from the-, the Oh, robbery. my God. You had to say the, the N-word? And all that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. And one of my best friends. Like, literally. Am I the only professional here? Uh, I know. My best friend in class, Gerard Crawford, he's an awesome actor, by the way. Uh, he is uh, in the class. I was like, dude, I got to say, he's like, I don't give a shit. Right. Like, this, okay, fine. He's like, I'm pissed you said this to me, but other than that, I don't yeah, give a yeah. shit. But he almost acted like, I'm insulted that you would say that. Right, right. Do you right. want to do a good job? All right, you're fine. Yeah, fine. yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, but you know what they did that really fucked with me? Because the first time we did it, he was like, Claude, that was good. Um, think, this guy is. Might die. Does that yeah. thought cross your mind? I was like, yeah, I thought it is. All right, go back out. Go back out. Right, and when I came back in, he had the dude that was like dying pop up, bleeding, and just kind of walk around. And that freaked uh-huh. me out. Right, like, right. Now you got it. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> we got this. Sorry, yeah, I went on. I did awesome. a soliloquy about No, that's sorry. fucking awesome. That movie's awesome. Yeah, but it was. Stu Buscemi is awesome. <laughs> this drink is awesome. I'm a fan of the Maker's Mark. Just so you know, kids, if you're thinking about bourbon, go Maker's Mark. It's pretty good. I know you, bullet, bullet, bullet's good, but um, yeah. I got a soft spot for Maker's. The first thing that I, I remember stealing out of my father's cabinet. You know? uh-huh. Now I got a three-year-old. I'm thinking, like, what is he going to steal out of my cabinet? What's Zima's? What's the thing? <laughs> ha! Hello! <laughs> Fish got to swim, but got to fly. Oh, yeah. Adderall. By the way, I had a buddy of mine that like a month ago, he goes, listen, man, I don't have any Coke, but if we chop up this Adderall, uh-huh. I was like, uh, you know, I like my brain. I'm a fan yeah, of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I know hey. a lot of people on Adderall. Like they even have prescriptions No, nothing's wrong with it, but stuff. he wanted to snort it. No, like, he fuck. To, like, come on. What? Who, who, who wants to party I'm like not that? Jesse Pinkman. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing that, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know who wants to party like that anymore. No. Not, oh, by I, the way, um, a lot of your, your listeners, uh, I'm sure have seen You can party like there's no tomorrow, but there's always a fucking tomorrow. <laughs> they just keep coming. That's the bitch of that. You're right. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of listeners here, they've uh, seen Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, in your opinion, when do you think Walter White actually broke bad? When do you think it actually like, wow, okay, now he's... He, he Based on the last thing he says to his wife, where he goes, 
because I know I've always said I, I did this for the family, but I really just liked being great at it. I did. It I think for he. Me. I think he immediately broke bad. Oh um, really? Okay. okay. He's like, I'm finally. I've been a failure, and I've gotten screwed. He got screwed, and in America, you don't go. I got screwed. You go. I made the wrong choice. Exactly. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. he kind of did. Because um, he could have worked with that guy. What guy? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, was yeah. jealous of. And right, but he like he had too much of an ego. Mm-hmm. That was the problem. Um, and the fact that he he used to like fuck the girl, and then she married him. Yeah. The, so I have two answers. One is as soon as he found out he could make the best crystal meth. I think he was like immediately a criminal. But I think the real moment where it became fucked up and I just changed, I just instantly changed my answer. I was going to say when he poisoned the kid, but I changed my answer is when he let the hot supermodel die. That's (laughs) honestly, that's my answer. Seriously. When he let Jesse's girlfriend die, Jesus Christ. I mean, he was crying. He didn't want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did it. And yeah, I would agree with that. That's because uh, at that point you're like, wow, you were you're willing to let people die for your business, right? Right, right. Lord, that's such a good show. God, it's good. You know, Wendell's never seen it. Wendell, <laughs> listen, I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to listen to this podcast. Wendell, you're a good man, all right. I know you don't mean any harm, but fuck you. You need to watch Breaking Bad. What are you doing? What are you watching? Home, I is, come on. Is he watching like America's funniest home videos? Wendell like, is like a person uh, that he hates. He's like Donald Trump. If you tell him to do something or you tell him he's wrong, he's got to go the opposite way. Oh, uh, all right, all right. Well, you know, Wendell, listen, don't watch anything past two thousand six. That's great, buddy. Don't watch Breaking Bad. It's the worst. Oh my god. I would turn the mics off, but we still have drinks to go, and we're going to be talking anyway. So yeah, let's yeah. just keep going. All right, rock yeah, and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, do you have anything that... Now I'm going to be you. Do you have anything you would like to plug? Uh, what am I doing? Yeah, you know, I'm not... I don't think I'm headlining... Yeah, I'm headlining in Tampa on yeah. September 13th. Let me check that date. If I'm not mistaken, that is a Wednesday. There you go. My man. You know that for a fact? Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I'm looking at. Because I'm doing this festival and... I, yeah, boom. That's so, it. yeah. So, 13th, I'm at the Tampa Improv. If you happen to be in Vegas, the 4th through the 10th, I'm playing at the Tropicana. Hell yeah. Uh, the Laugh Factory. And if you're in Reno, I'm there at the Laugh Factory the 29th through the 3rd. Come by. It's going to be long weeks at both places. So come by and make my fucking day. Hell yeah. You can kind of lose your mind at some of these places. But I've got a script to write. I've got a lot to write. See? And um, the funny thing about those is you go, I'll work on some some bits. But the shows are always t- so tough at a casino. Like you're oh, just geez, fighting for your Christ. life up yeah, there. Yeah. And you're not like, and now let me do some stuff I'm not sure about. No, it's, you, you got to get them. You like, want to get them right away. Boom, boom, boom. If you don't get them, then em, you lose them. First five minutes. you got to get them back. Yeah, yeah. You offend them. Then you, they and love they you. they don't even make you do a lot of time there. But you just got to like scramble for the love. I know. It's ridiculous. Yeah, isn't it's it? tough. It's tough. And it's going to be... What, seven plus six, 13 straight days of casino work. That's going to be rough. Yeah. That's going to be rough. But look, man, making good money? No, I'm making um, enough money to get by. They're listening. I'm making so much good money. (laughs) No, uh, it'll be fun. Who are you working with? Anybody I know? Well, I'm going to work with um, Greg Hahn. Oh, I dude, love, love him. him. Love him. When he and I see each other, he goes, so you're the other crazy white guy. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so I'm hanging with him in Reno, which is always a good time. They got a great buffet there. 
And we take advantage, man. We go as much as we can. As we talk as much shit. <laughs> We're even talking about doing a show called Reno Buffet. <laughs> we don't have the budget for it because obviously we can't fr- fly to Reno once a week. Yeah, yeah. But it would be a good show. You just like interview whatever comic is in Reno Hell at yeah. the buffet that week. And then um, <laughs> and then I'm with your boy uh, Jeff Keith. Oh, my man GK. And, yeah, yeah. Um, Ian Bag in um, Vegas. That'll oh, be dude. fun. We're, we're in fun. Vegas? The Tropicana, the oh, Trop Factory. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Jeff Keith, he's hilarious. He, uh... <laughs> he's great, man. Yeah, he's so he's funny. Awesome. Like, me, Jeff, and Ian is kind of a fucking knockout show, Dude. to be honest with you. That, yeah. That rivals, that rivals any show in, um, in Vegas that week because Ian on his own. It's just such an experience. Well, dude, you guys are so dissimilar and so equally. Ba-boom. It's going to be Punch. sick. Yeah, it's going to be sick. You, uh, you know what? I'm it's fucking. Okay. I'm believing my own hype. No, <laughs> now I wish I could just go to the show and watch. No, uh, Jeff's great. Uh, the um, the show. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm. That's all right. Uh, shamelessly plugging here, but I I write for the show. It's called uh, Funny You Should Ask, and it. it uh, <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, debut September 11th. Uh, no but, kidding. But it's I know. It's like, oh, here we go. But it's all over the country. But but it's a lot of fun. And uh, I'm flying on September 11th. Sure. How do you like that, my man? <laughs> don't give a shit. All right. The only way I could possibly one up you is uh, don't give a shit. <laughs> I went. I did a overseas. I did a military tour, and I watched Lost. I'd never seen Lost, and I watched it. And the comic next to me is so neurotic. He's, like, oh, you're watching a show about a plane crash on a plane. I'm like. Show some sack. Right. Shut up and watch it. And it's it. also uh, what you just said is worse than any of this. Ha! Like, you don't say that out loud. Yeah, like, you don't say the, the word crash. Jesus Christ. I, I, on I made a plane. The of telling, honestly, Matt, I texted my wife one time. She goes, honey, are you going to be able to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to crash on the plane. That's literally what I texted her, and she freaked out. I'm like, okay. Nap on the flight. No, I have no problems with superstition. I mean, I do a little bit, but I like to fuck with it a little bit. <laughs> but, like, when you're on the plane surrounded by people... And people that work there, it's it's borderline. It's a, it's right there next to bomb. I'm about to blow your mind. You ready? You just said blow. Don't say that on a plane. Uh, <laughs> um, the movie The Omen, the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 76, The Omen. A lot of crazy shit happened. Look it up online. Uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not making this on up. On the set? Uh, on the set, off the set, people dying, plane crashes, car wrecks. It's weird. Yeah. I, again, I'm not saying, you know, could be, could be a mild coincidence. However, here's the crazy part. Two months after the omen was released, the set designer, the primary set designer was with his assistant. They're in Holland. They're driving in Holland, going to the next gig, getting a car wreck. She gets severed in half. Uh-huh. He's fine. She's severed in half. And there's a sign right outside that says 66.6 kilometers from the next town. No way. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's spelled O-M-M-E-N. Amen. And it's on Friday the 13th. Holy shit. I'm not making it up. You can look it up. I know we got some, you know, we got some tech nerds right, out right, there. Right. It's, that's honestly maybe the craziest horror movie fact I've ever heard. Yeah. And I, you know what? I watched that movie... Um, you know, when I was an adult, maybe I was like 30. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this movie isn't that scary. Because like, you know, people, things only get like multiplied and built upon. Mm-hmm. So by the time you see the original scary movies, you're like, ah, I okay, don't know. whatever. I think The Exorcist is still kind of scary, Dude, right? that, that's, yeah. That's eerie. 
You know what's great about The Exorcist? The reason it's so scary is the buildup. They don't start with the demon. Or, you know, it, it's like um, Stephen King had that theory where the first act, you don't show your monster. Yeah. If you can really not show it to the third, that's it. Like Jaws. You don't really see the shark. You see kills, but you don't really see like him coming out of the water right. to the end. Um, Alien. The first Alien did that yeah. too. You know? And I, I would agree with that. If, if you can, but it's hard to do. It's sure. I mean, to, to really dangle the carrot and... What would be, uh, actually, now that we're talking about it, Matt, what would be on your, on your top five, like, scariest movies of all time? The Exorcist? That's tough, because I don't watch a lot of scary movies. But we, we're children of the 80s, so I didn't know if you saw some slasher stuff um, you know, growing up. Nightmare on Elm Street 3 scared the shit out the of me. The third one? That's the first one I saw. Wow, okay, okay. Because, you know, the movie's based on the, fir- the folklore of Freddy Krueger, and that's exactly what I experienced... When I was in middle school, because everyone's talking about these movies, Freddy oh, Krueger, Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger, you hear yeah, all this shit about him. Don't go to sleep. So it's almost like I had experienced the folk- folklore, but not the movie. Yeah. And so yeah. I had all that fear. Plus, you're going in to see a rated R movie when you're not supposed to. There's some mystique. There's, like, there's some you thrill. know you're doing something wrong. There's, you're already... there's guilt. There's Catholic guilt stacked on all <laughs> There's like real life. You're taught when you're a Catholic that there's like real life satanic demons. Yeah. And it's like shit, very dude. scary. Okay. To me. That makes if sense. I watched it now, I wouldn't think it was anything. But it was very uh, scary to me. What? Any scary movie. Friday the 13th. And I only saw like... Yeah, I think like it was, one, it was like part three, part four. And again, I'd heard so much about it. And I didn't even really see that much violence. It was turned off before. I saw maybe the first act. Oh, maybe the first off. 40 minutes. I didn't see a lot of carnage. But those 80s movies are like so eerie and scary. Even before people um, start getting killed. No, no, to uh, me. exactly. Uh, you know? I'll tell you that they do a good job of teasing the audience. You know, the mm. music, the cat coming out, whatever smoking the red hair pot is. and like doing bad shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, whoever's fucking is gonna. They get got killed. long hair. Yeah, yeah. They're just destined yeah. for trouble. Well, would you say like the girl with the biggest tits, the fat guy, um, unfortunately, the black guy? They all get killed first, right? There's, there's like right. A, there's that thing. Yeah. For what? And that's in the 80s. Whatever that was, was it was in the 80s. But um. I would say this too, though. Uh, now, here's a question: Does the hottest girl? Do they save her for the end? I think often they do. Yeah, she's usually the one that has to fight Jason or Kruger. Yeah, yeah. And the um, okay, here's a it's question. usually a woman. Oh yeah, no, it it always is. Yeah, I, I think it always is. Oh, the only time it's not, it's when it's like a young boy who's supposed to represent the next Jason. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like but, Corey Feldman. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Corey. <laughs> I'm I'm pouring my beer out. R.I.P. Homie. Um, or is the other, is the one that's still alive? Is in the Friday Thirteenth movie? The other one not alive. No, no, Feldman's alive. The other one's not. Why do I not know his Haim. last name? I get him mixed Haim. up. Yes, Haim. By the way, Haim's the short one that plays guitar, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's in. He's in Friday the Thirteenth. How hot was Nicole Eggert? Huh? Come on, Charles in charge. Yeah. 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 Of God, course. she was beautiful. I met her one time for, when I first came out to L.A. I met her, and she had a look at her face like. I know you know me, but are right. you trying to stop me? You know, right. Like, yes, probably. Where's this going? You're like, <laughs> where's this going, Claude? I know. Um, what was I She's tell like, you? do you have any money? <laughs> <laughs> money or coke? You, Either one. So fun. How funny is it to show up to wow. L.A. when you're like 22? Yeah. Isn't that the dumbest you thing? You're like, you show up thinking you can do something in this thing that's just like, Running so well without you. I know. And you have no qualifications. Perfect. Whatsoever. None. No experience. Ah. Nothing. It's a perfectly oiled machine. Doesn't need your help in any way. And you're showing up like, 
Nah, man. You ain't seen anything like me. <laughs> it's so weird. And it happens every day. Hey, I got five minutes you can't do on TV. Huh? You ready? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, we're not. Uh, yeah, crazy. like all our friends showed up to LA to be rebels. In other words, not get on TV. <laughs> right? Like the comedians yeah. we hung out with were all like, fuck TV, fuck the mainstream. Right, right. It's like, what are we even doing here, guys? <laughs> if you think right. about it. If you think about yeah, it, there was no internet. There was no internet. No one was really particularly into acting. <laughs> no one was trying to get like a like a like Man. a Tonight Show spot. Everyone was just right. like kind of here we, to we like wanted to, we wanted to be cool and do stand up. That's all we wanted to do. Right? I w- I had a very abstract idea about it, but then I immediately met the rebels. The open micers are always the rebels, right? Right. Because they haven't had to compromise yet. They haven't had to make a living yet. And I don't want to name any names, but we knew all these guys, and I loved them. Uh, I thought they were the best. They were hilarious, and they did and what they wanted like, to do. I was like, holy shit, this stand-up is even cooler than I thought it was. I swear to God. Dude. Based on the people we met, the people I met the first month I started doing open mics. Hey, I swear to God. I'll take it back to the, the beginning, of the, the very beginning of the podcast. I thought I was going to be the rock and roll comic. I'm like, there's tons of them. <laughs> no, I get that. You know what I mean? I totally get yeah. I mean, look, in the beginning of the podcast, you said... LA's crazy because you never know who you're going to see. You could be hanging out with a celebrity. You could hang out with somebody you started comedy with. Two weeks ago, I'm hanging out at Sal's on Melrose with Dante, Eric Edwards, and Ron Jeremy. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? That, that yeah, kind of yeah, paints yeah, the yeah. picture. Like, uh, right, right, right. Because Dante, run, he runs, uh, it's basically, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's an open mic, but it's a booked open mic for professionals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hadn't seen Eric in uh, forever. Right. And Eric Edwards, I mean, this dude's been in... He's been in a lot of movies. Tons of stuff. He's yeah. like Steve Martin, and, uh, the cast Sergeant of Killer. Sergeant yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's done a lot of shit. So I run into him, oh, hey, what's up, bro? And then, um, you know, Dante's there, and then Ron Jeremy just walks in. What's up, guys? Like, okay, how you doing? I'm going to try not to make a comment about a third leg. Or By the way, do you know Ron Jeremy was in Ghostbusters? The f- First one. No, I didn't know that. First one. What is he? A proton pack? We can pull it up. <laughs> is he oh, Slimer? Yeah. But exactly. <laughs> Before the State Pub Marshmallow Man, it was Hedgehog, actually. They No, but it, he's basically a glorified extra, but you can pull it up on, on, on YouTube. But uh, one of the jokes they wouldn't let me do on the show was true or false, Ron Jeremy. Right. Ghost person. Right. The joke was, yeah, he actually inspired the line, Bustin' makes me feel good. Which <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. That's good for the, the, the extras, the DVD extras. Now, what's better, that or, well, let's be honest. When Ron Jeremy's on film, there's always a little extra. What's um, the better way to go? You know, for the TV show. That one's probably. The second joke, it doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense. What but it's like the best you can do. <laughs> Your first joke was right on. That's what I'm right? saying. The first joke's right on. Yeah, that, that's what we like to do. Efficient, funny, to the point. Yeah. <laughs> Bustin' makes me feel good. It's got a male <laughs> orgasm in it. Everyone loves that. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, listen, my young friends who are, th- are doing comedy or even contemplating comedy, Matt and I, we're not here to discourage you to do that in any way. We're just saying it, it, it's crazy. You don't know. You don't know the realm you're walking into. You, know? you don't. And the beauty of youth is that you think you're doing things that no one's ever done before, even though you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Right. Just like all young people think they invented sex and drugs. <laughs> you did. True. Yeah, sorry. You did. Been around forever. You're just, you're just at the right age for it. 
And now you're appreciating. Now you're enjoying. Yeah, it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then it was it was kind of a cool experience, like getting into stand up because. I really liked the stuff from the 80s, stand-up comedy, when, I, when the 80s were going on. Yeah, yeah. Then in the 90s, I thought everything, and I mean everything from the 80s was whack, <laughs> including stand-up. But I was like, I thought I was coming up with this really cool version of stand-up. I'm a genius. It's, like, it's the 90s, but I'm like going to do stand-up even though stand-up's over, which it was. It was just like dead. Right, but I'm like I'm going to do this. Well, weird... the big boom was over, so and I was like, just going to try it, and then I got like immediately hooked because it's such a a, a buzz, mm-hmm. such a rush. Yeah, yeah. And I was always thought I was funny, so. Oh yeah. Then you get older, and you start realizing like, oh man, these clean comics are fucking awesome too. <laughs> well, that's right? what it is. It's like and you can't like, like get mad at somebody because they're clean. And you you flip too. You go well. Some of these edgy comics are just like, you know, it's just like a kid going poo poo pee pee. You're like, right, this shit's right. kind of whack. Yeah, You're just yeah. like making people upset. Well, Matt, we've seen a lot of comics be shock value for the sake mm-hmm. of shock value. And it's like, is it funny? Or right. are you just saying, you know, you're saying hate fuck and everyone's laughing. So, right, right, you know. right, right. And that, it's yeah. so funny that that flies with the open mic. The open mic actually teaches you so many bad habits. Oh, yeah. Playing to the back of the room, getting drunk before your show, commenting on every joke. Yes, I made a career out of that. <laughs> no, but, you're, but you you had a joke within the comment. Sure, that's the difference. Sure, yeah. no that that so. worked out for the better. But still, that's what I got it from the fact that everyone commented on every joke at the open mic. Yeah, yeah, and True. you also like you start to run in a circle, so you stop establishing who you are when you get up there. Because yeah, people already know yeah. who you are. They're like, boom, we got it. All right, here we go. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. then the problem is your opener becomes acknowledging I'm in an open mic or acknowledging the last comic. Oh, hey, that guy's crazy, huh? You know the problem with him? He's fucking the waiter. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> the problem with him. <laughs> oh, we, God, we have a, a very a strange long, world. Strange trip, trip it's, it's been. been. Boom. Yep. Yeah, brother. Wow. I didn't realize we I'm drinking been... so much slower than you. I know, dude. I am. I don't know what's up with me. I... <laughs> this is where I was when I got the the reboot. Yeah. He... Guys, listen. Uh, maybe it's because I uh, I have a wife. I have a three-year-old. I'm like, all right. I'm with my buddy. Here we go. But I, um, I'm drinking like Nick Nolte. Uh, right. Bar hopping. And, uh, Meanwhile, I know I can drink, drink during the eclipse if I want. Uh, <laughs> So what do you want to do? Do you want to pour yourself a tiny bit more and close this out? Are you good? Uh, you know me. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you pour yourself when it, when in Las Vegas a little bit more? Not a full drink. You, you good? How you doing? I, this is all I want to drink. Okay, cool. I'm not a big drinker anymore. Oh yeah, yeah no, not, I'll, I'll I'll tie with you that little last bit. Yeah, get one. get get about this much in there, just so because here's how it's gonna work. You go ahead. I'm just talking to the audience now. Um. Me and Claude are going to keep talking as long as I have, as long as there's fluid in these glasses. So we might as well keep the mics on for you. And yeah, it's going to be nonsense from here on out. But for some reason, people like longer podcasts better. So you want it, you got it. And we're back. Come on now. Um,. I got a little something for you. Oh, shit. What do we got? Yes. Man, 
You know I was on the dating game, right? Oh yeah. I gotta put that on the internet. Chuck Woolery. I met Chuck Woolery like the first month I was here. Dude. I've had a very charmed life. Don't let the IRS statement fool you. <laughs> Above the ceiling. I'm talking to the girl, telling her I'm all knowing. I'm telling every lie that well, you, you know, know I never did. did. Funky. The ladies. ladies. That's a weird edit. Good <laughs> looking daughter. Drop the. Welcome back, Carter. <laughs> In my apartment. Never please stop it. It's the gift that I have. Ain't nothing but a crap. Educated. Stupid. I want to say stupid, not stupid. Fresh. Making love in the back of my Coupe de Ville. This, this, I, I urge the audience to look at the video for this because Mike D's trying to blow dry his hair right Dude, now. That fu- but some girl is like throwing it on his chest yeah, and trying to get on. Like, stop drying your hair and like let's bone. He's like, fucking later. I don't have time for this right now. Oh my god, Matt, look at his face when she's like, how dare you, bitch? You know. And there's also a great moment. That they use with text that's not in the song where they go, free James Brown. Yeah, yeah. They say, get it funky now, but the lyrics, but the text says free James. Right here, I'll do it for right you. Right here, you ready? Free James you Brown. Know, because she gotta go, too. in you know, 1989, James Brown was in jail. He was arrested for, like, abuse, right? Then he got out. There's your Vince Vaughn. Ah, uh, there it was, dude. Then he gets out and works at Burger King. Do you remember this? No, I don't remember Burger King. Yes. James Brown at Burger King? James Brown worked what? at Burger King. You lose yourself Yes, this Why is don't true. I remember this, this at true. all? It's in the news. Oh, God. So every hat comes. It's a Wapa. It's a. Let me get a Wapa. <laughs> Hold the pickles. Ow! Gonna get a Wapa. Yeah! Gonna get a large fries. Yeah! Oh, dude, you missed it. Just wearing those smocks. She thinks she's the passionate one. Name that sample. Sweet. Ballroom Blitz. My man. Great song. But dude, we missed the uh, the one that we the line where he says, I declare I like fat chicks. Uh, I now I like girls that bounce with a weight that pays about a pound per ounce. Good God. Baby, 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 baby. And then we just sang over that. Ad Rock tells a girl, you know I really love to do your hair sometimes. <laughs> The fog hat, remember that? The video? Yeah. You get the fog hat eight track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just driving on. It's glorious. These guys, so fucking far ahead of their time, is unfucking believable. They really were geniuses. When this video came out, when this album came out, no one gave a fuck about it. It was just too. It was too far away. It was too much. But the critics loved it. But Matt, explain this shit, right? I'm from Greenville, Mississippi. Me and my buddies loved it. Like, okay. when this came out, we I, me, fucking loved it. You know what? It, me and my buddy loved weird? License to Ill, and we loved the Hate Ladies video. Yeah, I was a teenager, man. I was like, but you know what I mean? I don't think we bought the album. 
Oh, really? Yeah. We played this shit stupid. at parties, man. Yeah, yeah, we played yeah. a part. We made people watch the video, and like our group was was cool with it. But I don't know how popular it was. I mean, it's weird, Mississippi, that we're it doing that. But it wasn't popular. It's weird that you guys are doing that. But what's even? But then check your head comes out, and that's like that's an album that like people don't know. But that it didn't even seem like it was from the Beastie Boys in a way. It was like uh, if yeah, you thought yeah. of the Beastie Boys as the license to ill Beastie Boys, it was like whoa, this is like. Everything I thought it was gonna this bomb. This was amazing when I first heard. It, I go, yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I like if it. I don't know the public, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. suddenly, like, whoa, okay. it was crazy. Like, yo, they're playing their instruments. Yeah, the do you remember this shit when they went on Letterman? Amazing, they did sabotage on Letterman. And that was fucking the fourth blue, album, the but that was awesome. Man. Yeah, when that they was like, awesome. And the whole time, I was like, what? <laughs> People didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, okay, no. Ad Rock. It was their big, It was their biggest moment, even though. License to Ill is their biggest seller. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those two albums are like their biggest moment in that like they were the bands for a couple years. They mm-hmm. were doing everything right and they were doing everything everybody else wanted to do. Look, no one else can pull off rap like in a, in a rock situation. They're the only ones. It's crazy. And, and you know, Rolling Stone basically says that like uh, no one else could do that as well. No one else can do you it, know? man. They're just like... like they got all that cred because they don't. They don't ever claim to be anything. No, they just like we're experiment with everything. Yeah, yeah. They change with every album, so it was. And so this song, like I was done. I was. I bought two copies of uh, Check Your Head because I wore the first one out. That's not a joke. Oh shit! That's not my a joke. man. Okay. Uh, there was absolutely no writing on this tape because it was all fucking worn down from going in and out of the uh, cassette player. And of course, one one of the tapes broke, and I had to get another one. <laughs> now, every and girl you were hanging with, she was cool with it. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because, yeah, because it was that cool. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it's me or Ad Rock. What do you want? <laughs> and uh, I was absolutely obsessed. And uh, and then I knew I didn't have MTV at my parents' house. I was home for the summer from college. In college, at least, it was like a a dorm room. Uh, what do you call that? A, a common room. Yeah. Where there was a yeah. TV and you could watch MTV. Right. And you right. could see the videos. And my friends were saying that like, and we were already getting into that like thrift store culture. Like you don't realize in the early 90s, it was all about making fun of television from the 70s and the 80s. That was uh, the yeah. whole sense of humor. And dude, they had that pop culture nailed. They Holy just, they shit. just, they were the best ones to do it. And I heard Sabotage was like the video to do it. They were in LA and they made the video look like a cop no, show from, it was Starsky and Hutch. from the 70s. Yeah, yeah. I heard they nailed it. And I'm just like, and my friends are just laughing at me because my parents won't spring for cable. And I can't <laughs> fucking get my eyeballs on this thing. I haven't even heard the song. So I did like a, a late night. Um, I was working as a lifeguard and I was doing a private party and I got off at like midnight. And I think I worked a regular shift that day. I think I probably worked 12 hours that day. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm driving home and fucking Sabotage comes on. And Dude. I live in such a small town, I started going out of the radio range. <laughs> oh, my God. I couldn't hear it. I've done that. Yeah, I yeah. was so tired. Banged to you. Started heading, ah! he- heading back towards You had to hear it. Had to hear it. That's awesome. That's how you know it's a good song. And when this came out... It was rock, they really, they, it's weird. Like they made it cool by doing other songs other than hip hop, but their hip hop are still the gems on the album. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
This song's amazing. Oh, There's your flute I was talking about. Fresh like Dougie. On the microphone, I come correct. How about when uh, Ad Rock put like part of his hair down the middle with like a razor? You know what I mean? He had a bald head. Oh, yeah, but he yeah. Still put the part in his head. Put the part. He's like, I know I'm hot, and so let me just do this. Like all the references, like Lee Perry, but there, was, but there was no internet to look the shit up. You're like, okay, cool, Lee Perry. Huh? Huh? You're just like, yeah, this is a bunch of shit. I don't know what the, I don't know what you're talking about. Huh? Oh, yes, indeed, it's fun times. Fun times. Me and my two buddies sing as a karaoke. My voice is going out. I just did MCA. It was perfect. Thank God. <laughs> Respect to the end. Well, you say I'm 20 something, man. I should be slacking, but I'm working hard and never. And you could call it Mackins. So, for the kids that don't know, our generation was called Slackers. Generation X, bitch. Losers. We didn't, we, we supposedly didn't go for it. We supposedly didn't work very hard. But I guess we're the ones that made. I don't know. Steve Jobs isn't considered our generation. No, no, he's older. But but it's weird though that we're that's what we can. But now we're the old fuckers that go, "Hey, kids, work harder." You'd be like me. You don't stop. Well, I'm a newlywed and not a divorcee, and everything I do is funky like clothes. Please tell sweet. <laughs> All right. Oh shit! It's What's been up? Fun. You're on the full charge power hour. Oh snap, dude! It was great. I I was able to do a set and I uh, I made some money, so that was cool. I did a podcast. Oh, Darren! Yeah. For those that don't know, we taped a, a, a episode of uh, the Full Charge Power Hour with Darren Carter before we taped this one. It will probably come out later. Uh. <laughs> what? Ooh, ooh. And I and I posted an Instagram video. And, oh, you uh, did. Picture, and uh, people, I'm getting a good response. So hell yeah. Well, you better a- wait. You better take a victory lap at Del Taco, my man. Oh shit! You, you know come on. You done it right. You know how we do. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm not going to do Del Taco. I am craving peanut butter though. That's the thing. Late at night, I can't just go home and sleep. I'm like, I gotta have some peanut butter or something. Well, I get it. I mean, you know, DC, look, you know, for us, it would be like a little maker's mark. Uh, but if you're not drinking, you got to find some way to peanut, peanut peanut butter butter and lonely and lonely and lonely and lonely. Man, I, this is great. Okay. So our podcast, just Matt and I was a little bit more subdued, a little bit more like whatever you guys, man. I I think I really did start the party. (laughs) You did. You did. You did. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I didn't really. I didn't attend the party. I just started it and got the heck out of and there. Then you got then, the fuck out. No, but dude, you open oh. the door. You open the floodgates. Uh, well, come on. <laughs> and so, so, <laughs> so the people listening, uh, the next couple episodes are gonna be like a Tarantino movie. Like this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna start it out, and then you'll get to hear the beginning later. <laughs> Everybody, be fucking cool. This is a robbery. <laughs> yeah, I'm Mr. Pink. He's Mr. Dude, oh, Darren, you got to be. You're Mr. Red, right? Oh, Mr. I got to be Mr. Red. Come on. <laughs> what do you mean you I don't tip? <laughs> I gotta oh, fucking like everyone else. 
I just showed my son, my my nine year old. I showed him a clip from Pulp Fiction today. Oh shit! Which one? Fiction. I showed him the clip with uh, um, John Travolta when they were da- and Uma Thurman when they were dancing to the. Uh, yes, it to- was a teenage wedding, and here, here's was here, well. here's my impression yeah. of you. I love Chuck Berry. I love Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry's oh, yeah. a genius. Here's my impression of you before you watch Pulp Fiction with your son. Okay, it's not okay <laughs> to use any of these words. <laughs> <laughs> I know. He know. Luckily, he know. It's kind of funny because he knows certain words because we let him watch South Park. Now, my wife, she'll watch South Park before, so she knows. Okay, she, you know, she kind of pre-screens it. So, so you know, we're laughing, having a good time, but he knows. Like, don't say these certain words, but but it's kind of fun because I'll secretly tell him certain phrases. Like when it's just the two of us. Like when we were on our way to the bathroom today at the park. I go, hey, son, I go, don't say this at school, but it's kind of funny. If you go, Felching. No. If you, no, no. If you, if you tell your – I go, you could say like, like I got to piss like a racehorse. Yeah. And then stuff like that. Like little, yeah, yeah. Little, little things like that just so you can kind of, you know, surprise his mom with it. You know? he goes, Austin, do you have, she goes, you better go pee before you go to bed. And then he used it. He goes, mom, I got to piss like a racehorse. <laughs> and then, but she didn't even laugh. She goes – she goes, then why didn't you go earlier? I was like, oh, boy. Oh, God. You know, you're going to pay for that later. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and, then she, and then he's like, Dad told me to say that. I'm like, yeah, honey, that was the joke. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I like Good that. Good thing you didn't picture. tell her you took him to the track. I know. Well, no, when I say track, it's the high school track. It's oh. the, We go there and we run stairs and stuff, you know? Like, <laughs> oh, nice. That, That's, that sounds I, fun. It is. <laughs> That, that's the thing. If you want to get your listen, like uh, um, Claude, if you want to get your son to exercise, it's it's kind of fun when when you treat it like call a game. him names, call him names. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, bitch. You want to? Yeah. You fat no, you, you show him Pulp Fiction and tell me you got to piss like a racehorse. No. Well, you know, no, you I, would, you're uh, like here's the most edgy scene from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> People dancing. A fucking magic marker. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna tell his friends in uh, in school like I saw Pulp Fiction. It was boring. <laughs> it's just a couple dancing. Well, you know what's funny, uh, Darren? When, uh, I remember you and I talked about children before when my wife was pregnant, and because uh, my little guy's three and yours yours nine. But um, I go, hey, you know, tell me about your son. And you were saying basically that he does a lot of weird shit because he's an only child, so he's like more yeah, creative, yeah. you know. Yep, yep. But dude, I get it because I see like my son doing that. Like, and I hear him talk. I'm like, okay, he must be talking to his mom. And then I'm like, oh wait, my wife's in the shower. I look up, he's in the corner just staring at a ball, like talking. I'm like, what? Yeah, cool. <laughs> and then what's your what son's you name? Oh, well, you don't want to say. Oh, I'm Claude. No, no, he's Claude the Fifth. Oh but, yeah, but his son's Claude doesn't live here anymore, Master Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> right oh now, shit! <laughs> here we go. The Shining, nineteen eighty, bitch. Oh man, what a great movie! What a great. No, movie. that movie but, was it was perfect. Darren Jr. No, doesn't live here anymore, Master Stewart. I was thinking to him. I was going. I was. I was going. Dun 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 dun. And he's like, "What song is that?" He goes, "What song is that?" And I go, "It's uh, it's that whatever." That's that alcohol, song? pussy, and weed. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, it's that Pulp Fiction song, the uh, by Chuck oh, Berry. Oh, it's, right, uh, right, right. 
Mademoiselle, if she was oh, yeah. a teenage, teenage wedding. Yeah. yeah, I love that song, dude. Oh, but, yeah. but, but, there were cameras got... in the bathroom, and I pissed on the young lady. What? <laughs> you heard that about, did you hear that about Chuck? Yeah. Yes. Chuck did a brilliant move, though. What it, you know, he used to do? He would meet a groupie, and, and when you know, he knew she would wanted to get down. Sorry, yeah. Darren. I'm using air quotes for. He wanted to do rock and roll. A little rock and roll. Like the R&R. Term. That was the term uh, for screwing back then. What he would do then. is he would get a picture of her in the back room with just bra and panties, with a joint in one hand and a beer in the other. Which right. I think is Blackmail. brilliant. Blackmail. Like, you know, because. Just in case there were some some issues, you got to update that scenario in today's culture. But whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, I, it's now, still pretty good. You got to have on their Instagram post. Hey, I'm consensual. You know, she'd be I, like, "Can you tag me in that?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. They're probably way wilder now, right? Holy yeah. shit! Did you give me a copy of that? Just send it to my mom. You know what? She'll give it to me. Oh my god! And by the way, Just, Matt, how how great is Darren doing a spot, doing a podcast, doing a spot, and then calling you back on the way home? Pretty good. That's right. <laughs> I'm awesome. I, I got. I, I am. I, I was doing a Tom Likas impression for some reason. He was a big radio guy. Oh my God, Tom was I Likas! Talking about Remember that? him? I was talking about that. Right. Yeah. That's right. Dump that bitch, Darren. We're gonna call your wife today. You're gonna get out of this relationship. Dump that bitch for you. She is Dump a that bitch. bitch. Hi, I'm fat and I'm gross. Dump that if bitch. You're not getting laid for less. I never pay more than forty dollars. Make sure you eat a meal before you go out on a date. Order a salad, and then you don't even pay that money. We're gonna talk about getting laid for less than forty dollars. But Tom, what? If, and they're like, but, but Tom, what if I? What if she sees I live in an apartment? You tell her your real house is being worked on. <laughs> You're just like Matt right now. He's staying there uh, temporarily <laughs> until his house. They're adding on a new wing. That's what you tell that bitch. Shoot, Tom Likas is probably writing for Trump. <laughs> You dump that bitch. Dump that bitch. We're going to call your bitch right now, and you're going to dump her right in front of everyone. Oh, yeah. what? I love it when he would do it. It's Flash Friday. Turn on your headlights, and women show your boobs. We love oh, that. Yeah, that's right. We love but, that. But I think he Tom, I got to tell you, man, I've seen a lot of tits today because your radio show, just by putting my headlights on. We love that. <laughs> we, love, we love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes, dear. Yeah. Hello, son. Hello, son. Hey, Dad. <laughs> Remember that they called him Dad? Of course. Oh, yeah. It was hilarious that, that I think he probably came up with that turn on your headlights and chicks will flash their You kids. think he came up with that? Well, whoever came up with it back in the 70s or 80s because then, then all the modern cars have daytime running lights. So, like, right. what? so it's okay. just daytime titties everywhere. <laughs> you down with DTT? Yeah, you know me. I actually saw that in Thanksgiving traffic from LA to San Francisco. I saw a girl hang out of a car and, fla- and flash Flash Wednesday. Did she look good? Yeah, it was amazing. Oh my man! What did you do? Did you just were you like shocked? Or you like she didn't Whoa. flash me? I mean, and no, I wasn't shocked for some reason. I don't know why. Did you get instantly horny? <laughs> no. A hot chick's fucking hanging her fun bag. No, I didn't get the horny. Damn it. Come on. It's all context. Because you're you're kind of a grown up. I'm just like looking at all the traffic. Like, yeah, okay, some tits. Who cares? Did you hear Darren? Yeah, he goes, you're kind of a grown up. (laughs) Well, no, I was like, I was like, I was like 28, but it's like, yeah, I guess I'll let her merge. All right. You know (laughs) know what I mean? God, it was like nothing. It's when you're going past Magic Mountain and you're heading towards the Grapevine. Oh yeah, and it's just yeah. like right before mass right. exodus. It's like someone blew up a nuclear bomb in L.A. and everyone's <laughs> leaving. 
Oh, yeah. At that moment, you're Kurt Russell with an eye patch, right? <laughs> I think the way home, it took us like 10 hours to get home. Oh, but were you, San Francisco were you, to L.A. And no titties on the way home. Did it make you horny? Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right, son. Tom you know, the, yeah, the traffic made me horny <laughs> on the way home. That's all that matters. <laughs> the traffic made me horny. You're like, <laughs> hey, but... Uh, it it okay. backfired. Now I get a hard on whenever I see headlights. <laughs> uh, I'm Pavlov's I, I, dick. Do you want to get, get some a, headlights? I I get a boner whenever there's no traffic. That's nice. <laughs> That's really nice. Oh yeah, the open highway. <laughs> uh, Darren, do you ever do this? Um, my 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 son's only Talk three. Traffic to me, baby. I, I you I get woken up. I've got a boner. My son runs in the room, jumps on the bed, wants to jump on me. I just I'm used to like sleeping with a pillow over the pelvis. Did you ever yeah. deal with that? Yeah, you do that. You got to like roll over and like yeah, keep the pillow. Yeah, you don't want to be like yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. You, right? You got to kind of you got to kind of wait a couple seconds too before you jump up to go pee because you don't want to be like yes. Hey, I don't I don't want to scar him for life. I don't want to scar me for life. Like poking out. Yeah, you don't want to be. It's like weird. Yeah. I got to tell you, when I was a kid, there was no running into my parents' bedroom. <laughs> but I think times you know, have changed. Times have <laughs> totally changed. Like you know, yeah. it's weird, man. Uh, yeah, like I, there was no dog sleeping in the bed. I when we were that. kids. No, we didn't do that. Now, yeah. cats and dogs living together. Come on! It'll be anarchy. All right, we're I, getting so loud. It's like midnight. <laughs> hey, let me this ask isn't you guys Del Taco. I know. Let me ask you guys a question. So the, the reason I showed him that Pulp Fiction and I was singing that song is uh, I love Chuck Berry. He has a new album that came out right before he passed away. It's really good. And, yeah, right. You like that so, album? I do like the new You like Chuck the Berry. new Chuck Berry shit? I love the shit. And I also like his one that came out, the previous album, which he had, was came out in 79. Oh, dude. You hear that new track from Little Richard, Darren? It's fucking amazing, <laughs> man. When he says woo, it's, it kind of floors me. But I got to tell but I got, no, seriously, I really got to tell you this. So I was, I was Googling around on YouTube and I was looking up like Chuck Berry and, 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 and Bruce Springsteen covered some Chuck Berry tunes. Oh, really? And that's what I'm, I was singing to my son. It, the song is called You Can Never, You Never Can Tell. Bruce Springsteen does that song from Pulp Fiction, and it's amazing. It's like an eight minute version in wow. the horns. You guys got to maybe play that on the podcast or something or do it in your own time or no, whatever. But, but, but Darren, was it, was it released on an album or is it like YouTube? No, it just, it's only, I only saw it on YouTube. It's Bruce, just look okay. up Bruce Springsteen. Chuck Berry and the song is called You. you, you I'm not looking no. up any of this. Darren, I'm going to tell you this right now. Bruce Springsteen did. You yeah. know, he he wrote Fire. He does suck. No, no, he no, he what? wrote oh, Fire. Sorry, what were you saying? Like the Porter Sisters did Fire, right? Yeah, Fire. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It, like Romeo yeah. and Juliet. That one. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, but dude, Springsteen wrote it. He, there's a live version in Paris that I want to say it's early '80s. He kills it. If you like Springsteen, oh, watch it. That's, right. It's fucking awesome. All right. Yes. I got, so I got, I'm sorry. I got to shut this podcast down. It's like I'm realizing how late it is. And like my neighbors definitely ain't fucking Sorry. Good. I'm coughing like Doc Holliday in Tombstone. Um, boom. Boom. Thanks for having me back on the podcast. I'm, and uh, check me out on social media. Uh, okay. Thanks. Darren Carter. I'm out. Peace. Deron. Peace. All right, brother. Uh, all right, buddy. Deron. Hey, have a good one. Good Thank- talk to you, man. Peace. Also, um, I got one thing to play before uh, before we call it a night. We're on the air, right? 
We're. I love it. Said the air. We're on the internet. Uh, Claude, <laughs> we're playing. We're on the uh, World ah. Wide Web. Have you heard of it? W three. What? Do you think right now Wendell is either punching themselves in the balls, saying why, or is he watching like you know Hogan's Heroes? I think Wendell's in West Virginia choking on his own tongue. I assume he has sleep apnea. Mm. I have sleep apnea. What is that? Sorry, I said sleep apatha. Apathy. <laughs> what are you trying to look up? Are you cracking you'll, the Da Vinci Code? What are you doing? You'll like it. Okay. But it's hard to look up. No worries. But it's worth it. Well, Matt's looking that up. My name is Claude Stewart, and uh, I'm uh, writing on this new show. It's called Funny You Should Ask. It debuts September 11th, oddly enough. Uh, ClaudeStewart.com. C-L-A-U-D-E-S-T-U-A-R-T.com. How do you doing, Matt? I'll keep... Talk. It's just me. Oh shit! What's I'm this? I'm so sorry, boys. It's been a terrible mistake. Nothing. Let's talk a little bit. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, there's like, you know how YouTube is. There's a minute and a oh, half. Oh god, they of do that footage. shit. I've got it's ridiculous. Like, I've got to go through. I'm just. I'm only looking for four seconds of material here. No, no. I get. It, I get. It. I just find thing. I'll I, I'm um, Claude Stewart. I work with the Recycle Babies. We're a sketch group. We. Uh, <laughs> We're doing the Big Pine Fest. If you're going to Arizona, go to Big Pine Fest, man. Flagstaff, Arizona. A lot of fun. September 14 to 16. I don't know what you think about Matt Fultron. I think he's a good man. Yeah, no, If that's not, true. suck a fat one. I definitely have a, a big conscience. <laughs> <sighs> now, my question is, was Darren in the bathroom in his house, or was he on the way no. home? What do you think? Darren never goes home. <laughs> That's what's ah! hilarious. Like you're right. I always see him at clubs. Like at he has a family, but he won't go home. But he's sober. He's always sober. What is that? No, what is this? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My real apologies to anyone that's still listening. <laughs> but I mean, if you if you made it this far, fuck off. A ringing endorsement from your host, Matt Fultron. I just want this one clip, dude. What what happens on the clip? I can't tell you. We're on the clip. Oh, shit. All right. Hmm. All right. I might make you hang out just for like five minutes while I find the clip. Dude, I'm here. I just I making sure your listeners are, are cool. This All is right. a clip I should have on hand. I shouldn't have to look it up like this. It's kind of ridiculous. All right. Question to the listeners. This is a, honestly this is a philosophical question. Go ahead. Um, you know how they say if you do something good for someone, it'll come back to you, right? Okay. People say that. Karma. Karma. Yeah, exactly. It's karma. So uh, my question is this. If you do a good deed for someone for the sole purpose of it coming back to you, is it a good deed? You should do it from the bottom of your heart, right? You should do it because you're hoping it, it immediately comes back. Yeah. No, it doesn't count if you do it for yourself. That That's my opinion. But I, I'm not sure. What, so you agree. Okay, cool. I just spell Springsteen. Um, S two E's? No, no, yeah, two E's. Double E that shit. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, my, my grandmother is, is used to. My grandmother confused John Cougar with Bruce Springsteen. With who? Springsteen and John Cougar. My, my grandmother. What's the difference? Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Fucking it all up. Yeah. Hey, can we have a check? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Hey. 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 How about the future of rock and roll anyway, huh? Future of rock and roll. Bruce yeah. Springsteen. Yeah. Fucking it all up. Yeah. Hey, can we have a check? Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen's fucking the whole thing up. Bruce Springsteen. New wave. New wave. New wave. 
No way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, you uh, got any of that for sale? Yeah. For sale. You know who that is? No. That's um, that's Tommy Chong. Oh. And Pee Wee Herman. No shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who is saying Bruce Springsteen's rocking the whole thing up? What movie is that? Cheech and Chong's like Nice Dreams or something. It's one of their lesser. Known. Wow. No, no, I'm not yeah, Nice yeah, Dreams. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the one where uh, Stacy Keith thought he was a lizard. Remember? Yeah, I think yeah, so. That was yeah, like 79, yeah. something. Yeah. Wow. Bruce Springsteen's fucking up all the rock and roll. So what is Pee Wee Herman? What's his character in that movie? He's like, he's a drug addict. He's their, he's the, their drug dealer. Oh. And he, I think Pee Wee Herman is on the live show circuit at this point. And I think they just grabbed him. And I think he's doing a little bit Pee Wee. But a little bit of like degenerate drug addict. Yeah, yeah. It's not exactly Pee Wee Herman. But he's appealing to both sides, like people who knew him and then Cheech. He still knows where his funny is, and that's when he makes the voices. But he's not like, you know, Pee Wee Herman's like a little kid. Absolutely. Essentially, the character is. Yeah, yeah. All right, this 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 is over. This podcast is fucking over. Uh, see you later. This is awesome, man. Matt Fultron, Claude Stewart. Let's do this shit. Peace out. Peace.